I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the value pack. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and say this here. We, uh, first of all, you might notice ads on the video. Uh, if you are a caveman and don't have ad blocker for some reason, I have monetized the channel just to try and make some extra cash. Um, don't, you know, use ad blocker. Just make your life easier. Um, also, because... That's why we're not partner, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, another thing, people have been uh, talking about wanting to like donate and stuff like that. So we set up a very, very like basic Patreon. I'll link it in the description. So if you feel like you like our content and you want to support us uh, like monetarily, then you're willing to do that. We have like a really, really cheap stuff and also like some slightly more expensive stuff. At least to me, it's expensive. I don't know. I'm poor. So, um, and yeah, basically the Patreon, the different tiers, like you can get your name in the podcast. Uh, you can get extra content starting next week. We're going to be recording extra content every single week after the podcast called the after hours. And, uh, yeah. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, then you can uh, check that out and feel free to uh, support us in that way as well. Uh, I think that's it for... Oh, uh, me and Frosty are doing a 2v2 tournament later this month. We don't have a date yet, but if you're interested in that, join the Discord, join the community Discord, and join the uh, NA Duelist Discord. We'll probably figure out the details later this week, so we'll probably have an announcement at some point later this week. So make sure you join that. Uh, and, is there anything else? Yeah, I would like to apologize for over that whole announcement. There were uh, video game sounds from Histria, but they're gone now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so our guest today... He is a uh, he's a very good tamer. I know some of you guys have been excited for a tamer guest for a while. In fact, he is uh, well. Actually, he's not a tamer. He claims that he's his class is uh, defense. That's but correct. He, <laughs> he is the last tamer in Snake. It is Shade, aka Feels Tamer Man. Right? Isn't that your character name? That is the character name. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! Thank you for joining us. Hey, no sweat, dude. Is that is that a true title? Are you the last and are you the only tamer in Snake? There, there are no tamers in Snake. Uh, I'm defense. <laughs> so ex you want to explain for us what what does that mean when you say you are defense and not a tamer in Snake? Well, we we have five classes. Uh, I said four earlier, but actually, uh, uh, Reslar uh, corrected me. So we have uh, witches. Uh, w actually, wizard first, right? We have wizards. We have some witches, uh, and then we have guardians, and then we have uh, berserkers, a few berserkers. They're, they're kind of last on the list, uh, well, well, aside from defense. And then we have defense, and those are the five classes that we that we have in Snake. And uh, not everybody that's a wizard is a wizard as their main class, but as far as B-Kill is concerned, uh, anybody with an alt wizard for siege is a wizard. 
<laughs> so so that's basically how we work everything out. And you guys don't get no archers, huh? Um, no, just defense. All right. You got a big defense <laughs> team or a lot of people with alts. Which is yeah, a, yeah okay. something like that. Um, all right, so give us a little bit of backstory. How long have you been playing BDL? When did you start? Why did you choose to to main defense? Ah, man. Okay, so I'll start with the first question. Uh, I started playing BDO back in, I guess, April uh, 2016, a few weeks after the game came out. Uh, I was playing Star Wars The Old Republic uh, at the time. That's kind of the game I came over from, and I was pretty much just a Western MMOer, right? Like, I played a little bit of EverQuest, then went on to WoW, did quite a bit of WoW, and then moved to uh, to SWOTOR. Played that for a few years, and, uh, you know, it was growing a little stale. I'd been on that game for, like, maybe three years, something like that. And, um, you know, I had uh, I had a bunch of friends that were like, yeah, you know, did you guys see this new, uh, this new MMO that came out? You know, it looks amazing. It's called Black Desert Online. I saw a couple of videos, and I was like, you know, I was, I was kind of, you know, kind of lukewarm about it at first, like when I, you know, saw, like, the promo for it and stuff like that. Uh, and then I... Then I played the game and uh, I was hooked. And it, it's funny because I was hooked, and like the the maybe twelve other people that I came over to the game with uh, were not, and they all quit after about two months. And I was literally the only one that stayed. And uh, what did they all yeah, go that's... back? What what did they go back to? Are they still are they still off? Just var- various games. Uh, yeah, they're pretty much all uh, just on other games. I think a lot of them. I couldn't handle um, excessive amounts of grinding, mm. and uh, probably the RNG when they got to that point too. <laughs> yeah, well, the game wasn't really pay to win at all. Like value packs weren't even a thing back then. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, so it wasn't that sort of aspect of the game that that turned them off. It was really just the, uh, you know, I have to the to grind. grind. I have to to wake up and grind for several hours and then do other stuff that I might actually enjoy doing while playing. Right. And also back then the life skilling wasn't as you know useful. Yeah, life skilling. Yeah, I don't know if people know this, but back then, like, if you wanted to process anything, like, if you wanted to like chop wood or like, you know, I don't know, dry fish or whatever, right? Uh, it costs energy per yeah, yeah. per process. If you wanted to cook, it costs energy per per cooking attempt or or whatever per cooking cycle. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. No, uh, AFK money wasn't a thing. You, you grinded if you wanted to get like money and gear back then. That's uh, that's back when energy tonics were the biggest pay-to-win item in the shop. <laughs> were they okay? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, total uh, waste of money. I don't even know. I don't even know if, they, if people were buying Dude, it or I, not. But I, I remember my uh, like the first time I got put on a defense team, it was in the guild support. And uh, I got I got put on cannon team, and well, I guess it's not technically defense, right? Um, no, but not, uh, not even figuratively defense. Nope. Well, it depends teams. on how you how you <laughs> how you, yeah. how you cut it, right? We 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 work things a little bit uh, differently in Snake, but um, so uh, I had to I had to alchemy like my own cannonballs, right? You have to make like the fucking yeah, oh the gunpowder. I remember the herbal gunpowder. And like that shit costs energy just just to to do alchemy, 
And like I was limited on the amount. I had to like, oh, I have this much energy. I better go make some cannibals now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the game is definitely. They've made a lot of improvements to this game, and you know, I have a very love-hate relationship with this game. Like, there's things that I really love about it, and there's things that just drive me nuts. (laughs) Can I point out the everyone at this point? Can I put a point out the one improvement that everyone is on board with? The one change that changed. The history of the game and the course and everything. Yeah, they, go for it. They added barricades to the red side of RBF. <laughs> everything, Finally, everything right? is Milk fixed. Oh. Got his prayers answered after like four years. <laughs> yeah, they they acknowledge the fact that you know we finally won a uh, ranked arena, but you know we'll just go ahead and add barricades in the RBF instead. That'll that'll fix it all. Right. I mean, to to be fair though, the 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 RBF map layout change was really good. Like, uh, well, one of the things that was really hard on a lot of uh, players is range classes being able to sit high up on walls and it being basically impossible to to get to them. And there's only one really tall wall now, uh, and that's the one directly in the center. And they've even shortened it. I think a few a, a meter or two. Yeah, I don't think so people even can actually hit them. I don't think people even notice that. Yeah, like, and there's a lot of classes that can literally jump up and grab a target at elevation. Like Ninja can do it, Tamer can do it, Kuno can do it. Yeah, and there's a lot of jump grab. There's a lot of classes yeah, Tamers too can air grab. that didn't even oh, realize like that issue of being farmed from from the range. Like Mayor, for example, just kills them with their bow from the ground and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so. How long kind of have, do you fight? How long have you been in? Uh, how long have you been in Snake? Where, where, like, what you said you were in support? Like, what, what kind of guilds did you go through, and when did you join Snake? Yo, that that that's crazy because I was actually uh, like a month ago. Uh, I I'd found like a a thumb drive that I had saved an old uh, SSD from like 2016, 17, and like the beginning of 2018, mm-hmm. and I had all my video screenshots for like three years on it and i was going like i just had time to kill on my stream and i was like going through like photo by photo like telling like my uh my viewers like you know what guild i was in like every time i got like a gear upgrade i'd take a screenshot so you could like see like the slow progression of my gear um and my guilds right so uh the very first guild i joined uh was just a guild advertising in world chat that they were looking for pvpers i was like maybe a week and a half two weeks into the game and i was like fuck it dude i've been playing for a little bit you know let's find a guild let's let's see if i can you know learn learn some things about this game and you know try to get in some some pvp and and stuff like that and uh, so i joined side effect which uh <clears throat> funny enough true story actually became Wait, what, what server was it uh, Eden. Eden, Uno. Yeah, okay. Eden. And like, like if you if you were to like go back to like the the 2016 like guild rankings, I think we were like somewhere between A and B, right? So there's like S, A, B, yeah, blah blah blah, right? So so like depending on on what week it was that somebody was putting together a tier list, we were like somewhere between A and B, right? So not too bad. We get good fights, stuff like that. Uh, funny enough, though. That was the first guild I joined. That guild eventually became or was given to FX and was renamed to Vision, which was then renamed to Snake. 
So that is that is the first guild I joined. So I can say the very first guild I joined when I came to BDO was Snake. Because that's wow. actually that's what that guild became. Um, <laughs> no, so basically uh, Side Effect was okay. I met like uh, a lot of good friends in Side Effect. And we kind of had like a, a core. Uh, I'd say like around like 10, 12 people. And uh, the guild was expanding improperly like uh, basically taking on uh members too fast and uh kind of experiencing growing pains as a result of that infighting um bad players you know just just say it like that um upsetting the the sort of the the better players and uh so a, a group of us ended up leaving as a result of that and uh, we went to Redface, which was basically being reborn from the first time Redface died. Uh, Eden people will will understand. There's probably like 90% of the people listening to this podcast won't won't know who Redface is. Um, but they were like an old uh, Eden guild, uh, very big at the very start of the game. But then they died because the guild leader left, and then it was supposed to be like uh, like an oligarchy that was run by like all of the officers and nobody was really a leader and that shit just went to shit right so then that same leader his name was Lyco uh came back and was like reestablishing red face they had a lot of good players back in the game and um I was in red face we loved it um and then Lyco got salty at the game again like 2 months later and quit and red the idea wasn't that red face die the idea was that um, it merge into support, or not not merge into support. They were supposed to come together and form a brand new guild. Um, who here knows support or remembers support? That was the guild that was run by Ghost and yep. Maravin. Yep. Yeah. So um, that's when I ended up kind of doing like Redface didn't really do any real sieging. I think we took took a few stabs at it. Um, you know, I think we placed on Calf once, and we got beat by, like, uh, Waifu and somebody else. Well, it was Waifu, Gravity, and I think Prey against uh, Redface support, and I'm not sure if we had a third. I think we had a third. It was PRX. Um, we, we just... Gravity was super strong at the time. And, yeah, I don't, I don't think the three of us had a chance against... Uh, um, Prey wasn't that strong. Waifu was pretty damn strong, and Gravity was just fucking nuts. Um, so, am I going too detailed? No, into this? Do you, I you to go. Speed this no, you do good. Good. Yeah, you do your story, dude. We need the backstory on on Snake. Let's get it. For Keep sure. it going, dude. That 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 was the very first like actual cast, castle siege experience uh, that I had had, and dude, like, I was confused. I didn't know like where fucking North was. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I don't even know like like what I was supposed to be doing. You know what you, I mean? Like you and many other players learned their cardinal directions really quickly in this game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so that was kind of a shit show. We lost that. We didn't really siege much after that, and it was only like a month later um, that we ended up uh, going into support. Support was much more organized, but uh, the player quality, uh, I think, was uh, overall lower although i will say that that's kind of one of the things that a guild has to go through when um 
when you take on a lot of members, um, you know, like Redface was only like a 40 man guild in that first siege. And, you know, we didn't, we were probably too careful about taking on new players. You know what I mean? Yeah. And support wasn't, right? Like support, like wanted to fill the roster basically and they they just figured you know the the more the better right like uh, 40, 40 people are going to be worse than 100 people right um so anyway so redface died uh we we actually kind of merged into support and the guild was renamed uh from support to breakthrough a quick quick question on redface is it any relation to the new redface that's around Yes, and I will okay. get to that okay. a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, Frosty, you're jumping ahead. Goddamn. Sorry. I just fought them the other day, so I was curious. So, support was kind of. Story. So, support was. Um, it was okay. Uh, but remember that uh, like original core group of people that I said came from Side Effect and joined yeah. Redface? The, the guys that I left Side Effect with? Mm-hmm. We were kind of. We didn't like sieging, right? Like we were like talking about it. We were like kind of whack, you know, we're just going around like hitting recoveries and like, it's just like a big group of people smashing into another big group of people. And it just wasn't that fun. Um, so we all uh, left Breakthrough, which was basically support. And uh, it was about like maybe 12 of us. And uh, uh, the guy who was kind of... Um, I want to say like the ringleader, but you know, like one of the the, the uh, more influential personalities in the group was Bo User. I don't know if anybody remembers him. Mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, Bo User, aka Shovel User. Shovel User. Um, Shovel User. <laughs> that's a little joke. Um, so we um, we we all left, and um, Bo User asked Lyco, he's like, "Hey." I want to I want to make red face again, but I'm gonna keep it really small. You know, right now it's just like the the ten or twelve of us. Uh, you know, it was like bow user, myself, uh, Sparkidius, um, uh, Razzles, Yanni, um, Ryder. I mean, these uh, probably a lot of people do or don't remember these names. Um. We we all came together. He gave us, you know, he gave us the the guild, and uh, that was probably the funnest time I remember in BDO. Like uh, I was in, like we were, we were tight. We were, I don't know. The guild lasted about six months, <laughs> but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, it lasted until about uh, October, and um, there was a number of people that just. Got a, a number of people got upset because they decided to release awakenings one at a time, and they were like, you know, basically the devs are trying to like sandbag the content, you know, it's it's throwing game balance way out of whack because warriors were just fucking stupid, like for the first like, oh my god, five yeah, six months, shit was insane <laughs> at first. Yeah, and um, I will never understand why they made that decision. That was the weirdest fucking. Like again, oh, they only had like one translator for it, it, their entire company. <laughs> again, San- I know that they were sandbagging the content, as you put it. Like they're yeah, trying they're, they're... to stretch it out, but they had to have known that the community was going to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. At, at the same time, though, right? Like some of the, some of the same people 
All right, so there was one person uh, in the guild who uh, was one of the people, because quite a few of the Red Face people played KR uh, before NA was released. And one of them, his name was Reckless, and that he doesn't play the game anymore. I know there's a couple of different people named Reckless in the game. This is a completely different person. You know, came in and he said he was like, you know, he's like, hey, you know, you know, there's this trick to uh, to get like free, like not free, well, essentially free, like hards and sharps by digging in the desert. Um, you know, you just have to <laughs> fill your inventory up with fucking, you know, seeds or like some light items, right? That'll fill every inventory slot. Um, you know, and he and he was like, you know, you got to set a macro because every time you cheer, you'll have to like re-push the dig button or whatever that was, right? And um, you know, he's like, yeah, it's it's not an exploit, dude. It's been going on in KR forever. They're not banning anybody for it. The devs know about it. You know, <laughs> basically, he told everybody. And when I say everybody, the guild was still small. Like we were like, I think we started with like twelve people. Maybe we were up to like sixteen, eighteen people at that point. He has about 90% of the guild doing it, oh, right? Oh, man. And, yeah, like a lot of, like most of the guild dug, basically. Um, a lot of the people who did, uh, or some of, some of the people didn't, though. Like, I didn't, and like maybe four other people didn't, right? So if you see a red face, well, actually... I don't think any of the people that are back from Red Face, maybe one or two of them are one of those people that did. And the people that did come back to the game started fresh accounts. So uh, you shouldn't, uh, you know. Don't exploit whatever. kids. Don't exploit kids, exactly. If you have to <laughs> and, say it's not an exploit, you probably shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have to if you have to convince people, no, 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 dude, it's totally fine. They're totally not going to ban us. They're probably gonna end up banning you. Anyone comes out of you saying there's an easy way to make quick cash, it's usually a scam. Yep. So I mean, uh, like full disclosure, I actually tried it. You know, like I uh I went out to the desert, filled my inventory up with seeds, put one hard, one sharp in my inventory, um, and sat there in front of my computer and just watched it happen to just to see what would happen. How does this work? And uh, I did it for about five minutes, didn't get a hard or a sharp, and just said, eh, what am I doing? You know, like, I can make money in this game. This isn't that hard. Were you leaning over the sink so, in your bathroom looking at yourself in the mirror when you were having this uh, revelation? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Splash, in fact, splash water on your face in slow motion. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Slap, slapping my cheek, you know, like. Yeah. You're what better than this, man. I'm better than this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I mean, obviously, I didn't get banned, so I didn't. I didn't do it. I did, but uh, it, it was. I was just kind of like I was curious. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm glad I didn't do it because I, I would have definitely got banned. Because there were there was actually a couple of the people in the guild that got banned uh, for digging. They had only done it for like two days. Like they were kind of like late. To the Chat. like the so whole they guild, still picked what, up the activity they checked. The they still picked up the activity, like and those people still got banned. Even the guys that did it for just two days, like we're talking about people that got like a total of like maybe twenty mil worth of gain off of it. Chat. Um, and like when when that was announced, like the whole guild, uh, not announced. Like when the guy came in and told everybody and got everybody started on it, it was maybe two weeks before the ban wave came out. So like the whole guild had only been doing it for about two weeks, whereas you had like the gravity guys. 
that got banned. They they had been doing it, I think, for like a month and a half, maybe two months. Um, not not to like, you know, lighten it in any way. You know, like you should like. I think they were right for banning people who did it for two days or for two weeks or for two months. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but the, the 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 thing about <laughs> it that should have been a red flag mm. was that you had to set like a macro in Razor right. Synapse to make it work mm-hmm. because you had to uh, you had to pop a water like the macro had to pop a water every two minutes and the macro also had to pop an HP potion just in case every like minute or so something like that right yeah uh, auto pots fairies shit like that didn't exist at the time um, and the whole reason it was an exploit was because if you had your inventory full and you rejected uh, any of the items that you got from digging due to a full inventory, it wouldn't cost energy, right? So if you got like a bag of muddy water, a, a titanium ore piece, and a sharp, and you already had a sharp in your inventory, it would stack in your inventory, but you didn't have space for the muddy water or the titanium ore, hmm. it would basically throw the muddy water and the titanium ore away and not cost any energy while you kept the sharp. So you could basically infinitely dig. You had infinite energy, and you could just run this shit all night long. That's what that exploit was. I've actually had a lot of people, like newer players, like, what's digging? You know what I mean? Now you know. The funny thing is, instead of exploiting, you guys at the time could have just spent thousands of dollars on energy tonics. (laughs) Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then the macro would only have to press the energy tonic button, you know, the hotkey. Yeah, it's too, it's too bad. All right, so post digging. Uh, so po- post digging, red red face is like is gone. Unfortunately, okay. there's like four of us left. You know, I mean, basically, of everybody that was left who mm. didn't dig, um, like well, Sparkidius had gotten re- he'd quit the game like two months before. He never dug. Um. Uh, Yanni never dug. He kept his account. In fact, his account in Redface is the his original account. So he's playing the game again. He was a really good Kuno back in the the day. You know, we would do like there there wasn't really much of a tournament scene back then because there was no AOA. But people would do tournaments in like the uh, the city's battle arenas. Mm-hmm. And Yanni was uh, he he was a star. He, like everybody knew who Yanni was. Um, so it was me, Jody Hyrola. Who, if you were ever in FML, you know him. He's character. Mm-hmm. Yanni and um, who else was there? Uh, somebody else. Stella. Stella never dug. Stella's back in Redface too now. Um, I might be missing somebody, but um, that that was basically who who was left. So, uh, myself and Jody were the only ones who wanted to continue playing BDO. The other two, Stella and uh, uh, Yanni were like, yeah, I, I kind of want to stick with our friends. They all want to quit. They're not going to make new accounts, you know, whatever. So Jody, like for, for Jody and me, we were both discussing, like, where are we going to go? Jody really wanted to go to FML, and I really wanted to go to Vision. Um, but I was I was still, like, FML was still on the table for me, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I was, uh, I don't know if anybody here remembers Hero, Hero PvP. He was a wizard uh, back in the day. He was 
pretty much the best 1v1 wizard in the game from like 2018 from like 2016 to 2018 it's not saying much go on <laughs> just kidding he was fucking good dude. i know i'm kidding i'm kidding so i was i was basically in talks with hero i really liked hero like i first of all like i'd never seen anybody play wizard like him and i, I really respected that um and uh it just looked like vision had like a lot of high quality players like some of the mango players that decided to not go into man up or that went into man up as part of the original mango man up merge and then we're just like yeah man up's not really for me went to vision and mango had a lot of good players so i was like i, I like these vision guys so uh so i went into vision and at that time like vision is the guild that became snake right Mm. literally it was just a name change we kept the same logo and everything it was just a gm decided to quit the game and we decided to change the name it was so around, i went into vision it was, it was around the summit 1g time right when the name no change that, that this was yeah that yeah when the name change happened that's right. right um but this was we're still like right now we're like november like maybe october november ish uh 2016 and uh so i joined vision back then like vision had 30 people and we did not siege like nothing we just did all we would try to do is try to snipe like rollovers like nodes that had rollover money right uh for payout and node node war money was significantly worse back then than it is now i mean it was still good money at the time there weren't good grind spots back then like the best grind spot back then was pirates and um Hmm. vision vision i mean I, I guess i'm technically still there but that that iteration of snake or vision whatever you want to call it uh was probably a better one for the type of like pvp that i enjoy like smaller scale skirmishing you know uh shit talking in open world even though like even though i don't particularly partake in it unless somebody starts it like right. i'll never kill somebody and say lol bad but if somebody says that to me then i'll start going <laughs> off with them <laughs> I mean, that's just, it's just not my style to, to, to start Dude, shit. shit talking is part of the fun though. <laughs> it is. And I, and I enjoy it once it gets started, but you know, to be honest, like these boomer hands are a little slow at typing. So I, I really need to set up the, uh, the shit talk macros that, that'll probably make the shit talk easier for me. I don't know. I, you know, another thing I really like doing is just giving people the silent treatment. As long as you're beating their ass, if you're just silent with them, it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, for sure. I like giving them the silent treatment, whether they're beating my ass or I'm beating their ass. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't say anything either. I'm kind of the same way. Like if they start talking like crazy shit, then I'll put like question marks and stuff, or just put LOL. But that's it. Yeah, for sure. So, so vision. We're just sniping like T2s, T3s, T4s, but just rollovers. We're we're not trying to get one week's worth of. Uh, node money we're trying to get like two or three weeks worth of node money and uh vision like very slowly and methodically recruited people mm -hmm. and we planted we ended up like this was like in like uh mid-december maybe late december oh no, no no it was around server merge which i guess was just after thanksgiving right like december 1st 2016 was server merge I still didn't play at that time. Fuck. Okay, so it, it was around that time. Like the, a week, one to two weeks before server merge. Yeah. B-Kill was like, hey, FX, I want to plan on Serendia, right? We, haven't, we, have never, we, we haven't planted on a, a region as Vision, right? 
And, and he was like, fuck it, dude, fine. So the only guild that was there was uh, Alloy. And I think at this time we'd maybe gotten a few more members, you know, because B-Kill had been kind of like secretly, you know, FX didn't like to recruit people in mass, right? He wanted to keep it smallish. Yeah, I think B-Kill had managed to get the guild over like 45, 50 people. We played Serendia. We fought Alloy, um, which nobody probably remembers. Yeah, I mean, only only uh, more veteran players are going to remember Alloy. Alloy eventually kind of became Good Fight, or at least a lot of their core went went to form Good Fight. Um, I don't remember who the GM was of Alloy, but it was a, a really well known name back in 2016. And uh, we won. It was a 1v1, and we won the region. We were like, holy shit, dude. We can hold the region. We got that money. And um, uh, B-Kill kind of started looking at it and going, like, look at, like, the amount of, um, you know, money that you can pour into a guild as a whole just by holding a region. And he was like, holy shit. Like, like we should make it our goal to hold a region, even if it's not, like, a castle region, you know. You know, it's like literally billions of silver that you're putting into a guild I, at this point, anyway. I mean, when you're when you're Serendia, you're probably talking just under a billion, something like that. But you're putting that into your guild every single week, and that adds up like week after week after week in terms of like overall guild strength. And like people laugh at uh, you know the size of guild payouts now, right? Like, oh, that's just like an hour or two grinding somewhere. Yeah, that's true, but you're getting it on top of grinding etc right. right like like a snake payout right now if you attend siege is around 200 250 mil right um you you work that out to like a bill uh almost a bill a month right for every single player over the course of a year that's like 12 bill you right. know that's you know i mean there's Believe me, there, there, there's a group of people that just went and leveled like 350 shies to give each of their members between 10 and 15 bill. You know what I mean? That's almost two uh, pen black star attempts per year. That's it's like three almost. <laughs> yeah. Like a pen black star attempt is three six, right? Three six seven. Um. Anyways, um. So, so that became our goal. We're gonna we're gonna hold Serendia. You know, that's it. So we held Serendia, I think, for like four months, something like that. And um, like the way it worked, like with the whole tax system and stuff like that, the longer you held the region, the more money you got out of the region. And it's still Serendia, right? It's not like uh, like a big boy region yet, right? But um, like back then, I think any region money was really good because, again, history wasn't even a thing yet, right? They hadn't nerfed uh, the DP on the history of mobs yet. And everybody considered history in Aukman basically a group grind spot that wasn't really worth the money back then, right? Like you didn't have maids back then. Where did you put the fucking trash loot? You know what I mean? It was there was there was a lot of problems surrounding uh, grinding like history of Aukman back then. You just bring a wagon in, bro. Easy. <laughs> yeah, right. Bring a wagon. Uh, so. Uh, you know, eventually, uh, like B kill, like really at that point, um, FX was not really involved with um, uh, expanding the guild or growing the guild, running the guild, managing it, and stuff like that. At that point, he was kind of like, uh, like shit, like a 
how do you say like a like a public relations GM? You know, he's just like the face that everybody. Oh, I got to whisper this guy to talk about. Like the, the Queen but, of England. Yeah, the Queen of the Queen, Queen of England, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Bkill was really like the shadow GM. He was like running everything, handling recruitment and um, and stuff like that. And I think he got us, you know, up to like a good solid like eighty plus members. And you know, uh, you know, back then the emphasis wasn't on Witch and Wizard because, uh, you know, for example, Warrior was one of the strongest classes in the game overall back then. A really good siege class. You know, always super armored, you know, um, stuff like that. You know, before the big, like, uh, super armor CC slash CC limit nerfs, all that kind of stuff. So we had a lot of warriors in the guild. Actually, the, the class that we had the most of in, at that time was ranger. And um, rangers didn't stop becoming a thing for vision until, like... Witch and Wizard Awakening became really solid and really evident how good they were in large scale. And the, all the rangers in the guild, you know, basically wanted to be on a range class, but didn't want to, like, fall over all the time. <laughs> like, they used to joke about it. Yeah. They used to say, like, you know, like, whatever, I'm doing blah, you know, are you on this side? He's like, no, I slipped on a banana peel. Like, the, we, used to, we used to call it the banana peel. Like, no, I just banana peeled over here, because that's all, like, Rangers would do is just like fall over, you know, because their dash, you know, unprotected. I mean, I guess off cooldown, it's an iframe, right? But it's like three dashes are unprotected, and then you get one that's an iframe, something like that. Um, so like in terms of large scale, right? Like you have a lot of range damage going out. Actually, you know, you know what the fight was that really, I think this is just my opinion. I, I could be wrong about this, or it's probably somebody who might listen to this like in vision or in snake that might disagree with me like one of the ogs like like b kill or airy one or, or uh, one of the like original guys that are still in the guild but we fought fml um at some point early 2017 <sighs> there's like maybe two months after wiz witch awakening right i think witch got theirs in december wizard got theirs in like january mm-hmm. and um Proto was pretty smart. Uh, he saw how strong Witch and Wizard was. He had a lot of his own guild members, including himself, roll over to Witch or Wizard. And I think at that time, Wizard was hands down stronger because of how much damage their 100% did. Like Wizard yeah, 100%, 100% was pretty good back then. It would. It was a nuke. It was literally an atomic yeah. bomb. It, because it, 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 there were some bugs with it, like where it was applying extra damage that it wasn't supposed to apply, or something like that. I don't, I don't remember the, the details of it. Um, when when but, you said uh, when you laid out the setup that uh, one of the big fights were, and you said FML and uh, Snake, you you triggered Neant Baby, who says it was barcode Snake X Cho versus barcode, <laughs> and then he said reshade. Uh, He's probably not thinking of the right fight. This this was on Hex Sanctuary, and it was a one v one snake versus FML. We were like, oh, it's FML. We're gonna roll them, right? Because we we'd done it in the past, right? Mm. And um, they had a lot of witches and wizards, and we struggled. We still won, but like a lot of the people that were on Ranger were really upset at just getting blasted. Obvious the power was. Yeah, it was yeah, and then like right after that fight, we had a lot of people, a lot of people that were rangers because we had like thirty rangers, 
Right. And the guild at that point. Ranger was a really strong class in Siege, or at least it was considered until Witch Wiz Awakening came out. And, like, back then, remember, uh, BSR would would accumulate not based on time. Like, like, it wouldn't tick up every second or so, right? Like, it only accumulated when you took hits. So here you had a class like Wizard that has a, just an atomic bomb ultimate that can pop PA, drop themselves into the middle of a group, get hit by 100 things at once, instantly fill their BSR, and then just drop a bomb. Like, like it, it was like clockwork. It would, like... It was predictable. Like, like once you saw somebody streaming do it, and you saw how fast BSR would build, and they could drop a bomb like that, it was like, holy shit, dude! Like, like, yeah. yeah the, Anyways, the BSR was really, really, really strong back then. Really, really strong, and just the whole way it worked, like in tandem with PA taking hits, and uh, I don't know, it, it was crazy. So, at that point was when we started to sort of move to, yeah, let's try to. Re- get more witches and wizards in the guild and if you if you if you're tired of falling over on your ranger then you know reroll to a witch or wizard you know that's basically what happened um things move forward a bit i think around like uh like march maybe april or may sometime you know q2 2017 uh we started to set our eyes on a castle region we've been recruiting more people and um you know we were getting actually a lot of good shout outs from like Lakari on podcasts. Like he'd say, like, Oh, vision is so strong and stuff like that. And, um, you know, plus we, we would just perform well in like siege and node wars, right? Like people would screenshot like conquest status and they'd see like, you know, a very, very good, like KDR, um, and stuff like that. I don't know. Just word kind of got around that the guild was good. Right. Mm. And that always helps because then you get the recruitment apps coming in, right. And you get the better players. And as long as you have a lot of apps coming in, you get to kind of pick and choose the better ones or the, the ones that are on classes that are going to more suit your composition, stuff like that. So we're recruiting more people. We start to set our eyes on, um, on media that th- this was when, uh, like snake slash vision going media started. And, uh, we had gravity on media at the time and gravity was struggling. Um, they, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think they were taking losses against uh, Man Up and Barcode. And, um, uh, you know, memory's kind of foggy. We're, we're talking like three years ago, right? Mm. We're, we're talking like like Boomer Shade here, right? Like, you know, uh, Alt- Alzheimer's going to set in uh, in a few years. So I, I, I got to like really, really... You got to take what I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> but, uh, so... Gravity and Iconic were Iconic was like the biggest guild on Orwin and they came over uh to NA uh they got they had a really strong core but outside of their core they had a lot of weak members like I'd probably say their core when they when after server merge was uh stronger than any other core of 15 people at least gear wise um but then outside of that they had a lot of um you know their overall average gear you could say which you know is very uh, a very important factor in terms of the overall strength of a guild in large fights um so uh iconic was struggling by this point we're like maybe 4 or 5 months after server merge uh gravity is starting to struggle they're taking losses 
both of them are bleeding members, so they decide to merge, right? They did uh, two guilds. They made Lunar and Solar. And I don't remember which was the daddy guild and which was the, the bitch guild. Um, <laughs> but they, they basically, like, I think Gravity became Solar, and that was the main guild. And then Iconic became Lunar. And they, because they, they had more than 100 people all together, they kind of kept sort of both guilds going and if like solar was in castle then they would all like anybody who wanted to like node war during the the week would move from solar to lunar um but solar lunar only lasted i think maybe two weeks uh they took some heavy losses the gravity people got mad at the iconic people and basically said it's off we're fucking done with you guys and uh uh yeah, gravity was really like at its weakest point at that point, and that was when we decided to hit them. And uh, fuck, who was the guild? There was a guild that we got. Like, okay, so everybody placed back then with at least a couple of guilds, right? Like the holding guild um, was uh, was gravity or solar. Actually, they renamed themselves back to Glad- gravity. They were like, fuck iconic, you know, we're we're going back to just being gravity. And uh, uh, who did their their politicking? It I was, was an iconic uh, way back in the day when they came when it became like all servers merged and everything. Okay, right on. Um, Lirali. I think Lirali was handling the politics. No, Lirali was back in Man Up. Like, okay, Lirali was Man Up. Then he went to Gravity, backstab Lakari, and then <laughs> he was like Gravity Keck W. I'm going back to man up. Um, so and it was probably Judgment or Tormund that were that were handling politics for Gravity at the time, and so they had like <clears throat> I think three guilds, and then we had us, and I I don't remember who we brought. It was a uh, a guild that started with an A. Aftershock? Oh, no, 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 it wasn't Aftershock. <laughs> They, it, it was, they were a great guild because they kept placing on media afterwards, like after we won this fight, for no reason whatsoever. We're like, hey, we, we don't need you guys anymore. We're good, dude. We got the region. You know what I mean? Like, and they're like, no, we just want to place in case there's a fight. We like you guys. Ascendance so, was it? Ascendance? It wasn't Ascendance. I, I don't remember the name. We ended up taking like the guild ended up falling apart like maybe eight nine months later, and we ended up taking like their better members. Um, Sounds like Hex. Was it Hex? No, it started with an A. It definitely started with an A. I, I, I don't remember. But um, so we placed um, with that other guild, and then Gravity, it was Gravity plus two other guilds. And we had already politicked one of Gravity's guilds to switch sides, basically making it a 3v2 in our favor. And that was when we kicked Gravity out the first time and took Media. Uh, and I don't remember what we did to pay the other two guilds. I don't even think we gave them the region. I think we we might have given one of them the region, and then the other one we just uh, like you could final war people and give them like a hundred mil a day, something like that. Right. I don't know if anybody here remembers that, but we did that for like two weeks straight and gave them like one point four bill, something like that, right? And guild funds. Um. So that's how we took Media, and like after that, we were pretty much hundred man guild, you know, full strength. Gravity was falling apart at that point. Uh, at that time, uh, Lakari had been kicked. Or that time, or shortly after, Lakari had been kicked out of 
Lucario and Manup had been kicked out of Valencia by uh, Orca and his alliance of Uno boys. <laughs> and uh, they were actually held out of castle for like a good eight, nine weeks. And then eventually people on uh, the Uno boys side kind of got, you know, got either they got lazy or they just got tired of, uh, of you know, doing that. And then Lucario was able to, Lucario basically merged Man Up into Gravity because Gravity was falling apart, bleeding members, uh, Man Up also kind of losing members. They hadn't, you know, weren't able to take back Valencia for a really long time. That that was at some point. Um, Lucario had asked us to go help them on Valencia, and we didn't because FX, who was still GM of Vision at the time, was dating. Uh, Chains, uh, who was originally a barcode member and basically still friends with Orca. So uh, she was using, you know, Orca was using his influence through her onto FX. And there was this whole meme that was out at the time because Lakari was basically saying that Chainsaws, you know, was the most influential player in the game because of her connection to both FX and Orca. So, like, we weren't allying, like, we were still in Media Castle at the time, uh, but we weren't, so we weren't allying with Orca, we we just weren't helping Man Up, right? And that's when Lakari put us, we're in one of his ARC videos of, you know, where he's, he's got a little, like, pictogram of the Man Up logo walking over to a snake and saying, you know, 2v8 on Valencia, and then the snake going, and then, like, running away. So... <laughs> um. It shit just kind of rolled forward from there. Um, FX was like playing the game less and less. I mean, he's already like basically not been playing the game for like six, eight months by now. B kills running everything. He's getting kind of frustrated because he doesn't have full GM powers, and every time he wants to like do something significant, like if he needs a CTG or you know payouts need to get done, it's we all got it. We basically have to wait for F, who's basically not playing the game anymore. Um, so eventually, uh, he convinces um fx to turn the guild over um you know fx um i guess it had the guild name vision in other games and he did not he he kind of felt like it was his brand and he wanted to keep the name vision so when he left he was like you know uh you know i'll give you guys the guild but uh you know i i need to keep the name uh vision so Fine. We changed the name to Snake. It was kind of like whatever. Um, personally, I like the name Vision, uh, but it's just a name. Like, who cares, right? Like, there's a like the the greatest rock band in the world is named Tool. Like, what a dumb name, right? But they're fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so like, uh, FX is gone. We renamed Snake, and I mean, the rest is kind of history. Like, uh, like my own personal experience in it. It did become less enjoyable for me as we got into more like large scale fights. I don't, I don't particularly like that aspect of the game of just throwing bodies into bodies and trading super armor and stuff like that. But Same it is doesn't like large scale. Who would have guessed? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not even like like even if I was like effective at it, like and, and I think Tamer can be can be pretty good large scale if they're constantly fed BSR. I mean the the alt is really good. Right? Uh, I mean, unfortunately, Guardians can basically alt every, like, you know, 13 seconds. 
or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to change. I don't think that's going to stand for a long time. Um, but uh, under those circumstances, but, you, you know, you have to ask yourself. So if, if you have all these people feeding you BSR, uh, would that be better overall if instead of those people giving you BSR at a, 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 a one to two or, or two to one ratio, right? Because they spend 100% BSR to give me 50%. Would they just be better off as a Witcher Wizard absorbing and doing like ton more damage and having a, a much faster cast speed and, and stuff like that? And I say Witch Wizard because that's mostly what we have, and that's what I'd be taking away if I did that. Right. Uh, and we we thought about it, you know, because I you know I'm pretty geared. I'm like maybe number eighteen, nineteen, maybe twenty now on like the overall guild sheet. Which for Snake, like we're like I don't know if we're the most guild geared guild in the game i know cho is is pretty guild, geared um we, we, we probably are um i don't know i just I, I felt more at home just doing shitty stuff around the base on defense like i i enjoy i don't know like i really feel like siege it's it's really laggy like i try to cancel the skill and it doesn't go off because the right frame you needed to cancel from one thing into the next wasn't there because you're dropping frames you know, I don't know. It's it's not enjoyable. Uh, the large right. ball fight, fights and stuff like that. Agreed. So, so let's transition over to uh, to Tamer. Uh, let's just start from large scale. Like o- overall balance of Tamer. Um, oh, let's start just with Awakening first. What what are your your feelings on Tamer balance and Awakening? Um, in in large scale fights, e- including node wars, not just siege, but like maybe fifty five plus node wars, forty five, sure. whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think in an open field, um, we're uh, stronger than if you know you have like a cluster of people trying to control it, like a choke point or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're better as a. Uh, a class that uh you know tries to uh peel their own backline right like uh you know a, a recent sort of it, it kind of depends on how meta shift too right like like lawns i mean even though they've been nerfed they're still really strong you know if they drop down on a target they get that kd and they start spinning the target is still dead you know regardless right yep like having a tamer back there to grab the lawn like i mean that's i do that all the time in rbf there's lawns flying all over the place i'll just kind of sit close to my witches and wizards wait for a lawn to drop down and grab them right you're, you're actually doing a lot for your team if you do something like that um also you know if you are in a push uh throwing like called void lightning down it's, people also call it like pet aids or pet cancer it's like the, <laughs> the multi-stiffness right um it covers a pretty wide aoe and um it's you know it, you, you can you can get like i don't know quad penta hex kills if you catch like a bunch of people in it um i don't know i, I don't know what you, what you want me to say it, it's not really like i really feel like the larger the uh the fight right I'm, I'm not just talking about like me fighting four or five people i'm talking about like 20 v 20 mm-hmm. uh the less impact you're gonna have yeah. on on this class which is fine because we well i don't know that it's totally fair because you have like classes like sork which are really strong like a really strong 1v1 
but also pretty pretty damn strong in in that situation too 20 v 20 30 v 30 50 v 50 even you know full 100 v 100 right you know so i know like tamer has kind of a similar thing that reslar feels with zerker where it feels like the balance is based on your cube off or your alt right so for tamer it's probably like pet absorb and alt and you guys get fed and you guys get huge kill feeds but Everyone else gets to get kind of, or not everyone else, but a lot of other classes get to get fat kill feeds without an alt. Do you kind of wish that changed, or do you like that it's a little bit based around the alt? No, I really wish it would change, but uh, I feel like making Tamer alt nutty was an easy fix for PA. It's like, oh, the class is kind of bad in large scale. Well, let's just make their ultimate stupid, and uh, and you know that'll that'll balance it out, you know. Right. It's like, eh, you know, I don't know. I, th- I think Tamer would do a lot better in large scale if we had safer movement. Um, and I know that kind of sounds like a meme because we're pretty hard to catch, like in in small scale, one v one. But uh, like every, you know, quote pre awaken iframe, our little flips uh, is seeable at the very end of it, and. You're not going to notice that with one, you know, like one player, particularly like a melee class, you know, trying to catch him in between his flips. You're you're basically not going to do it. You'll catch him maybe once out of 50 times or something, right? But when you have a bunch of CC going out, covering the whole area, you're, you're going to get caught in 10 seconds or so. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, so uh, I don't know. Like, uh, there, there's actually a uh, like a spreadsheet that uh, a couple of people in uh, the Tamer Discord uh, put together, and this is not like the official Tamer Discord, although I think it ended up getting put there as well. But it was by um, created by a couple of uh, I think one EU Tamer and then one NA Tamer put it together, and it it basically was just collecting feedback from everybody that plays Tamer on like every single skill what their thoughts are on the skill, how it could be improved, you know, stuff like that. And uh, it's been sent somewhere. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to really do much unless, uh, unless it gets translated. Right. You know, but um, I don't know. Like, like, I try not to complain, you know, about what a class can or can't do, can or can't do. And just try to work with what you have and figure out how you can use it as best you can. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know. You asked me how I feel about it in, like, large scale. It's, it's, It's not good. But it's like... The classes that are good, are they maybe overtuned and need to be tuned, toned back, or does Tamer need to be changed so that it is good? You know what I mean? Because there's other classes that also have similar problems to Tamer. You know right. what I mean? Um, so what about in smaller, smaller uh, arenas? Three v three, one v one. Like, how do you feel Tamer Awakening balances? It's really good. It's top tier. You know, okay. and when I say top tier, I'm talking like top five. Yeah. Um. You know? What about succession? <laughs> um, starting suck is even even better um, in that scenario, and but I would say even worse in the large scale scenario. Right. Um, 
I think it's particularly good. I think it's better 3v3 than it is 1v1, but worse 20v20 than Awakening is. Right. Um, because, you know, you can you can design, like, whole group strategies around getting, like, what we call, like, a pet catch. Um, <laughs> is that what you call it? Yeah, I mean, we like, call it. Okay, so su- everyone else calls it. Has... Everyone else calls it. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah, normally I hear it referred to as fucking bullshit. <laughs> just, just, just makes me want to fight you guys over a puddle of water. <laughs> that, that doesn't work anymore. They they yeah, finally they after four it. years so about that. After four years, they fix that shit, dude. Because I would be fighting people at Star's End, and I, if I had to kite onto the coast a little bit, like. Like I swear to God, my feet are barely touching like damp sand. <laughs> that motherfucker's gone, dude. Your, your pet just falls, <laughs> dude. It's like that scene in the you Lion just, like, King when the dad falls in the cliff. Your pet just goes down in the mud. I think lore-wise, they should keep it in because you know they are ink monsters. Dude, it must have been True, rough dude. trying to grind uh, Gahaz back in the day. You have that one rotation that like goes down or whatever, and there's all that uh, the like, little that the little puddle. Gahaz, Gahaz, yeah. I don't think Gahaz was that. It was Fogans that was literally impossible. You literally couldn't grab yeah, in there. Fogans. Oh, yeah, Fogans. Oh, Fogans was impossible, and uh, the, the lower part of Aukman was impossible. <laughs> yeah. Water room. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so just to answer your question, like, like there's like very good group strategies like in 3v3 that can be formulated around uh, the pet catch. Now, in succession, and I believe the devs should definitely change this because they've already they already have a precedent for changing it. And like succession tamers are probably gonna get mad at me for saying this, mm-hmm. uh, but I think a lot of them kind of agree with it. Like uh, we have a skill, uh, it's in awakening and succession called uh, roaring. Yeah. And if it's if it's if you're using, I guess the the old pre awakened version, which is what you would use if you were awakened. It roots you in place, and it's completely unprotected, um, and it's uncancelable. In succession, it has frontal guard off cooldown, but the cooldown's like 24 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like we're we're using the frontal guard basically at all, but it's instantly cancelable cancelable into our front flipped, right. and it will in succession, it will cause the pet to teleport to my location. And roar in an AOE stiffness for fuck three to five seconds. I I I didn't feels, get a fucking stopwatch yet. Feels like three to five minutes, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, here, here's the deal. Void lightning, right? The one where the pet turns into a bunch of like darting fucking puddles of ink that goes. Right. Used to be the same way, where it would stiffen. It would stiffen. Uh, if used off cooldown, right? Or uh, sorry, if used while on cooldown, so you could basically spam it. You could jump to this spot, use it, jump to this spot, and then the dev said, "Oh no, no, that's crazy," you know? Yeah. Well, we're gonna make it so it only works if used uh, off cooldown, right? Like in other words, the skill is available and ready to use. Um, so uh, for roaring, they have it so that you can just spam it. You can just throw that stiffness out here, throw that stiffness out there. Um, instantly cancelable, so it's pretty safe um, unless you get caught out of WW. Um, and yeah, I just I think that that's nutty that they can just 
spam up a, a pet stiffness like that. But then again, it's like you know, Wizard Succession exists. So is that really super <laughs> well, powerful? Yeah. Gar- Guardian Here, exists. Is that really overpowered? You know what I mean? I, I, mean I, th- I don't know. I think one of the differences with the Tamer thing, because I, I agree, like, I think it needs to be changed, but it needs to receive, like, buffs in lieu of the change, right? Like, I think I think it's not... Like, even with Wiz Witch and Guardian, like, at least there's, like, a matchup or matchups that can be fun. Like, it is... I just don't think it's... It's not fun to fight against a Tamer in any way. That's succession. And then, I don't know... I agree. Like, yeah, I think that mechanic that me, I explained is right. completely... Yeah, and I don't know, like, even as a Tamer, like, is it that fun to play that playstyle where you're kind of run, trap, run, trap? Nope. It's yeah, not. I don't like, think Memo likes it either. Like, even though that's what he does in 3v3, it's effective in 3v3. And here's the thing. Like, when you do it in, like, a 3v3 group, the moment you got a catch or you see you see somebody going into it, he calls that out in comms, and you just collapse on that target. Three people hitting you, and you're eating stiffness, stiffness, stiffness. You're CC'd for that long with three people hitting you, you're dead. And now, right. you're, now you're 3v2, right? I mean... I've watched like both um, Yellow and like Mamo do their because like, they're on a team together, right? Do use their strat, and that strat it, it really works. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I'm not saying it's perfect. They they lose rounds, like they lose to other teams and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. It just uh, I think it's cheesy. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like I, I would I would love... here's what I would do with it. Mm-hmm. I would I would take the roaring cooldown, cut it in half. So instead of 24 seconds it's 12 seconds and make it so that that stiffness only goes out when it's used on cooldown or off right. cooldown. I, I still think it would need you, you guys would but you have to make other changes yeah yeah there'd have to be something else added but i i agree i'm 100 percent with and you. that's the thing like like i feel like they there's bad things about the class and then they try to compensate for it by giving us some cheesy mechanic like right now in succession it's roaring in awakening it's 100 <laughs> yeah. percent right and it's like like you could you could reduce a bunch of that stuff like like one of the things you could do to like our tamer 100% like our tamer like awakened 100% has zero crit right mm-hmm. uh does it have zero crit it's it's close to zero if it's not zero right zero crit and very poor accuracy so like uh like I'm fighting a lawn yesterday right he's like um 353 dp yeah. Uh, Awaken Lawn. He's actually somebody who used to be in like Redface a long, long time ago. And he was he was not in the Redface that Doug. Uh, right. He was in like the very first Redface. Okay. Um, and uh, his name's Chased. He's a good guy. <laughs> and uh, so I'm fighting him. He is uh, 353 DP evasion gear with a Sissel's neck, which is giving him like an additional 40 some evasion. Right. So he's like 720 evasion target. I tamer ult him twice to the face. Like, every tick lands. Like, the first tick knocks him down. He eats the rest of it. He gets up with, like, 10% health and walks away, runs away. Um, Evasion counters that ultimate, like, pretty damn well. Uh, It's not pet-based damage. So, like, pet-based damage is 100% accuracy. Right, right. Um, And the reason he lived is because I did not have absorb up. Like, when we absorb, we get 60% crit on everything you know plus attack speed plus uh i think like 12 or 14 ap something like that right it's a big damage boost the bit the most of the damage boost though is on the 60 percent crit and it's when using skills that don't already have 100 percent crit right 
So it's like they what they could do to sort of level out Tameralt is they could reduce the damage modifier on it, but give it 100% crit so that it's not totally important to tie to that uh, absorb. Right. Right? And you'd have to target the damage so that you're not one-shotting a normal player. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, if you have a bunch of AP, like if you're far more geared, it should scale with your gear, and maybe you should be able to one-shot people at that point. But I, I feel like there's like a sweet spot. Right. To where, you know, it's fair. Um. So for both specs, uh, let's just talk strictly PvP. We'll talk about PvE in a second. But for both specs, um, if you could make changes, like positive changes, let's just pretend, for example, the, the two buggy skills are dealt with in this hypothetical. But if you could make a change to Awakening that would benefit Tamer in PvP, what would it be? And in, in same with Succession. Um... I would make it so that the unprotected frames on our WW evasion mm-hmm. are super armor. So we could still be slowed and we could still take damage um, at the end of them, but we can't be CC'd while using it. Right. Increase the stamina cost on them so that it's, you know, I de- definitely wouldn't want it to get out of hand, right? You would um, want to turn into although... Sork. So reasonable, dude. Unlike Sorks, you're so reasonable. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and uh, or make it similar to like the lawn side dash or like the Mewa Musa dashes, right? Where it has a cooldown and it is super armor while the skill is on cooldown and iframe off cooldown, um, but completely protected, you know. But we can still take damage in the super armor portions, right? Like that's, that's the idea. I don't want to be invincible, right? You- um, and then part of that would be making it so that that evasion, like the tumble, could be used in Awakening. Uh, and uh, that we don't okay. have to swap pre-Awakening to use it. Right. Like, kind of like Musa and Maywell can dash in pre-Awaken or Awaken. It's the same principle. Lon can still do their side dashes in pre-Awaken or Awaken. Same idea. What about Pole Vault? I, Are you happy with Pole Vault? Cloud no, Ride? Pole Vault shit. Right. Uh, look, I mean, here, here's, here's the deal with Pole Vault, right? Like, when they made uh, the change to pole vault, they did it uh, at the same time as they adjusted every class's protected abilities mm-hmm. and basically making it so that protected abilities in Awakening did not also CC. And they also gave each class a limited number of protected abilities. Some classes got protected abilities that did great damage, right? Right. Our, I guess, two protected abilities that they gave us were. Uh, One's called Leaves, and it's got a flow gust. And that's our little, like, side dash. It's very similar to, like, Mewa's, uh, what's it called, Sleet Steps. Right. It's like a side dash iframe. Um, so that was one of our protected abilities. And then our other one was Pull Vault, and they took the iframe off of it and made it super armor. But it does no damage. We can't super armor trade with it or anything like that. Um, so... If it's going to stay a super armor, I'd like it if it had some real damage to it. But if it's not going... But if they wanted to make it an iframe, keep it like it is to where it has... Uh, you can take all the damage away. I don't care. Like, it, it does have a little bit of damage, but... Like, 
I could do it to you right now, and you'd chuckle. Sleet step, though, nowadays is a super armor, though. I knew he was. I was waiting for it. Oh, is it really? Well, I was waiting for I it. I know Maywa has an iframe iframe side. side May, dash, Maywa's are seven boiling. second super armor. Yeah, it's it's just super. It it's used to be an iframe. Oh, okay, so Sleet Steps is the one that's super armor and has CC on it, though, right? That was kind of like one of the few exceptions. No, Sleet Steps is the um, the one that literally is just the lateral movement, and it helps you cancel certain things, like uh, Red Moon, for example. But mm -hmm. um, it, it's just, you know, very smooth lateral movement. The you, you might be Stigma thinking of the Stigma. one that was iframe and right. had a stiff on it. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, which that they did have an iframe on its backward movement. It wasn't actually stated in the tooltip, but it was there. Then they changed it to a super armor as well. So Maywell see, dude, that's why Maywells need to be nerfed right there. <laughs> yep. What did they already got nerfed? <laughs> I mean, I can, I, can, <laughs> I can see that being changed. I don't know. It's it's like rough as a melee class when you're in a ball and there's damage everywhere and like yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm sure you know what it's like as a Maywa. Yeah, it's that's why Maywas aren't picked for large scale and whatnot nowadays. That's why B kills mad at Vert for switching back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, Nayashi, no one's picked for large scale except for which wizard guardian. Yeah, uh, some and classes, some though, can offer some utility though. Maybe uh, not castle defense, but in large scale in general. But so yeah. so so can it, it, it's uh, much harder with the HP change though. Like uh, these yeah. assassin type classes, it's like you got a you got a two combo. Like if you if you meet a wit a witch or a wizard with decent gear, we'll say I mean good gear like my gear, right? Like C nine pen armor. They have ten k HP. You can't fucking touch them. At ten k HP, you have to two or three combo. Like if that wizard or witch, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna pick this wizard or witch. Got him right. This, this is this is where my class shines. It's one v one. You know this guy can kill like. Five people in a teleport. Well, this is my chance to get this fucking kill. If he has mana shield up, just put your put the keyboard down. Just fucking, just go the just other the way. Keyboard. Like that's all right. Like, that's how I am in wars in general lately. Now that everyone has so much gear, like uh, a whiz witch with mana shield is hard to pick off. It, it's really like because really even difficult. even in war, they have 500 HP in wars too. So. Here's the deal: you're gonna combo him twice, get him down to 1.5 k HP, like 1500 HP, and he's gonna. He's gonna stand up, and because you've just like full comboed him, he has CC immunity. He's gonna start pumping that heal, and he's gonna heal right in your face. Pop, pop! Oh look, I got all my health back now. What's up? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, um, fuck, dude, what were we talking about? So yeah, so cl cloud ride, you'd like it either be an oh yeah, cloud ride or do yeah. a lot of damage, like be a nice engage that actually hurts. Yeah, We're or like su su super armor trade, right? right? Like, like, um, or okay, if like if if that's off the table, like no, I mean, I would like to to point out that um, what's it called? I even made a guardian. It's the the phoenix skill. Mm-hmm. Like, Starts where off they, as an iframe. They, yeah, like a it's, it's an iframe. It's yeah. like as soon as soon as they 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 hold their staff out and just start the animation of putting the staff in the ground. They're already in iframe and they're flying away. It's it's it it's actually uh, better than old pole vault was. Old pole vault um, was so fun though. Yeah, old pole vault was fun. Such a nice ocean. Um, I mean, I, so, I actually so, feel like the iframe so, on it would be the most important change, just because that it's one of the reasons why tamer feels so clunky in large scales. When you do dive in on somebody, you don't have the out. You can't get out. Yeah. You get slowed as, as soon as you're slowed. Like by the way, like when I talk about 
Tamers getting CC'd out of their their flips, their WW evasion. It's harder. It's it's pretty hard to do when uh, a tamer is at you know full move speed, mm-hmm. um, because uh, the iframe portion lasts a certain duration. But if you slow them to where there's uh, longer duration on the unprotected frames at the end, we're like so easy to catch, like. You know, right. it, it's like it's like iframe, unprotected iframe, unpro- like I'm talking like we're slow stacked and we're flipping and it's like the matrix. You know what I mean? Like we 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 can't disengage once we go into a ball. We're gonna eat a slow. Like every class has a fucking slow. Guardians have a slow on every ability that they use now that stacks on top because it's it's a different like icon. I don't know how they they, they they've coded it, but a guardian slow will tack will stack on top of every other slow in the game. And uh, you know, if you live, if you live the guardian's attack, or you just get clipped on the side, or if you have a good amount of gear like me, you're you're pretty you're you're dead anyway. You're not getting out because you'll be flipping slowly and you'll just get caught. And uh, but no, so like what I was saying, like uh, if if like I really think that that iframe is important. It, it would be it's it's our only reliable disengage. I mean, guardians of ridiculous class, they get it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, about- if they didn't want to do that, if they like, if they said no, 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 everybody in Korea complains about Tamer, and we're not gonna, we're not gonna give it that. It'd be way too OP. Then, at least fix the skill, so that, like, I don't know if you're aware of this. Some Tamers have put videos out on this, like three, going back to like two years ago. Um, the whole like DJ Khaled meme that was like, and another one where you know you see. Tamer's trying to pull vault and just like falling on the ground. If we take damage at the start of the animation or while flying, um, like I don't know if, if I'm sure uh, other classes have experienced this too, but if you have like a movement skill that's super armor and you take hits, those hits actually shorten the animation yeah. of your super it's, armor, right? Like if you're lava piercing early and causes openings. Um, the, the injury animation uh, reduces the distance that you can go. Like if I use legendary beast power or if a Zerker uses lava pierce and they take a bunch of damage, it will cut your lava piercer short. If you take a lot of damage, it'll cut it in half, right? Like a lot of hits, like a lot of the stutter, I guess you'd call it. Right. Yeah. So that happens to us while we're in the air. It cuts our animation short mid-air, and then we just drop straight down, waving our arms around in a falling animation. We land on the ground and then do this little like like you know you kind of bend your knees when you land on the ground and then you kind of get up and recover. You're basically stunned the entire time. Like and that's I'm not even like I'm just getting hit by damage. I'm not getting CC'd out of the air because I'm in super armor, right? And I I'll just instantly drop and die. Like I've had it to where I'm I'm like fuck, I need to get out. I've got like five people collapsing on me. I stick that pole in the ground. I'm like, "Okay, this is super armor. I should be safe." I start going up into the air, and I don't even start to launch, and I just go into falling animation and just land right back down on the ground. They need to fix that at least. Like, if they don't want to make it iframe, which would fix it, because then you don't have stutter because you're not taking damage, at least make it so that the super armor works. To the stutter to w- animations, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of a super armor is that we'll take damage, but we can still move. We can still have control of our character, right? Right. Yeah, but this affects that control. 
Exactly. No, nope. yeah. I've complained about that. I've actually made video on that bullshit I, before. I I still feel like. I don't know, I've been saying this for a while now, because that that kind of thing is an issue. Well, the, the movement thing is one thing, but the falling falling animation in general should just be removed from the game unless you're, like, literally falling from, like, six stories, five stories. Like, I don't even think... If it's not higher than the RBF fall, like, from the entrance down to the ground, there shouldn't even be a, a fall animation. Like, even in that instance, you shouldn't get a falling animation. Like, not right, when you yeah. land. Not. I mean, we're, like... Even just like lore wise, you're like these powerful beings that have like all this crazy movement and like, oh, I was a uh, character length above the ground and now my legs hurt and I have to recover. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Yeah, I falling in I don't even understand it. Like maybe there's something exploitable, but I, I just think there shouldn't even really be fall animation unless you fall really, really far. Just the, the damage is enough. Um Right. By the way, uh Shane, yeah. Just be glad it's not the the other way around for your like being hit in your super armors. Hmm. I, what happens to Zerker in Predatory Hunt is it actually extends the duration of the skill, so hmm. we basically end up like stunning ourselves because the animation just never ends, and we just sit there in midair like I'll land eventually, I guess. Predator, predatory Hunt, that's the Goomba stop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big jump thing. Right, right, okay. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking miserable. Yeah, I have had lava piercer do that to me too, where it'll like, if you get, if you use it in like a group and get hit a bunch, it will actually, uh, like shorten like how far you go, which is always very frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's another class that lengthens the duration of your shit. I feel like I think Predatory Hunt might be the only one, which is weird. Yeah, it's just a weird coding issue. It's really weird, man. I don't get it. It's weird how it does that. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and on that, that whole pole vault thing, like, Zerker actually used to have the same problem when they would use, um, fuck, what's it called? Rocket Back? Giant Leap. Giant Leap. When they would use Giant Leap and they'd take damage, they would go into falling animation. And they fixed it for Zerk. That's fucked and up. And it was in the patch notes. They, uh, same thing used to happen with Striker when they do like their, oh, that, you can, and like into the punch and then the, the ground slam. If they would get hit like that, too much that, while doing they all that. Still get, they still get fall animation. That one wasn't fully fixed. Although it's not, I don't know if it's necessarily like being hit related, but yeah, Striker still, like in BA, if they fight on that hill and they use Twisted mm -hmm. Collision into Nimbus, sometimes they'll get falling animation. Mm -hmm. which I know triggers them. Beyond that beyond that movement and utility um, aspects with this, the stutter animations from being hit, there is an offensive benefit, I guess you could say, or sometimes a negative, um, depending on what's happening. But basically, it speeds up your animations, even attack animations, so you can actually burst people really quickly with skills that normally wouldn't go that fast. I've done that on a number of occasions. Right, um, yeah, like while well, using like, like attack you, abilities that are like it, it happens like on the regular. It's very notorious when you're fighting witch wizards and they're doing AoEs and the AoEs are hitting you, but they're not CC AoEs, they're just like damage SA AoEs. So right. you're just like fucking um um all your animations get sped up. Right, right. Well, I mean like I haven't like you're you're SA trading, right? Uh, on Maywa? 
most yeah. of the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, sometimes most of my abilities are like Red Moon that I try to trade or um, Sticky Snowflake uh, since I'm Succession. Those are the main SA abilities that I'm utilizing to SA trade with. Other than that, everything else is fairly unprotected. Um, Actually, did you watch any of Blue's stream of the tournament the other day, out of curiosity? Blue's stream? Yeah, whenever we did the 3v3 tournament and Blue was casting it, he was streaming it. No, I was uh, watching Yellows. So he, he said whenever, I think it was the first fight you did, He's like, it's always so interesting watching, I'm paraphrasing, of course, he's like, it's always so interesting watching Nayashi fight, because obviously I play mostly in KR, and in KR, basically all Moose's and Maywa's do is run away and stub arrow, so to see, like, a really aggressive Maywa is always really interesting to me. <laughs> and that's it, in, in fucking KR, they just have a very passive kind of play style, they don't utilize their kit to the fullest. An aggressive person, really, in general. I mean, it gets me caught and killed. I'm <laughs> not going to deny that, but they're playing like super safe. Um, and I just don't think that's how the class was intended to play. And that's what's going to cause it to get, you know, people to complain about the Chase stub arrow play style that they did. And that's why Chase got nerfed originally. Yeah. And also, not to get too far off topic, but I forgot to tell you guys this earlier. I did ask Blue. If people in KR believe Sork is weak, and he said no, that's not true at all. I people in KR think it. Sork is pretty strong. Yeah, I don't so know what, where that came who from. Is, well, you know, KR thinks that Sork is really weak. They, they're just bullshitting. They don't know what they're talking about. Dude. I got it from a man who plays in KR himself. He said that is not true. Um, right. Yeah, they they definitely don't think that. It's just I I would say Sork's only weakness is their mobility. In yeah, in a, like a line or like running, right? Like distancing. Yeah, they yeah. can't yeah. catch people very well. Yeah, right. like like you if you if you decide you don't want to fight them, you just you don't have to fight. Yeah, them. you have you to clarify because you're gonna tilt people. You say mobility, they're like, wait, literally the class that moves around so much and you can't ever touch them. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, not the uh, like long distance running. Chases. I'm still convinced the best long distance runner in the game is a fucking witch wizard. You throw up that blue ball, you put on speed spell, you put your weapons away and just jog, and you're faster than every other class in the game. <laughs> Dude, I, I yesterday we, had, we were against a snipe um, on a T2s, or not not a snipe, but I, I think they said they were a T1 guild just wanting to try T2s or something, so they were like very low gear. But the Zerker res, and I chased him as best as I could, like target chase, like ankle cut, everything off cooldown, 10 and cut. I could not catch the Zerker. So Zerker's faster than Kuno. So Nash, I need you to start complaining about Zerker. I can't, well, I can't catch, I can't catch is, choice yeah. when the other day I fought him on uh, Arsha. If a, Zerker, if a Zerker wants to get away from you, they can. Like. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially if they just do a quick devastation while you're trying to encroach on them, and then they land oh, yeah. slow, and then they just run off and dart off. You can't fucking stop them. Especially if they have their click to move down and they can properly click to move their uh, backwards giant leap and their yeah. moving shot, they can, they can absolutely get away from you if they want to. Right. Um, so nerve circer, that's what I heard. I want to. <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk about succession. So what? What? Um. What is succession missing for you? Because I I know a lot of tamers are pretty unhappy with succession just in general. Um. So yeah, kind of. What's missing in succession for you, Shade? Uh, our mobility. Our, our I don't say no mobility, but our like um, 
You need leaves. You guys have missing. a worse you, version you of need, what you already You need a weakening. side scoot. Like, even if it's just SA, I feel like that shit is, like, you immediately feel uncomfortable on... At least I do. Well, I mean, that, that goes that goes back to what I said <clears throat> earlier about changing our, our flips, our evasion. Like, we actually have a side flip in both <laughs> yeah. directions. But no tamers use it because it has more unprotected frames than our front flip. Yeah, it's, it's like 50-50. Like, it's like whereas like our, step, right? On our front flip is, is something like 90-10. But our, our side like our side flips are like fifty fifty. It's like very little iframe at the beginning and then completely unprotected. So um if they you know, just adjusted the protection, like maybe gave it fifty fifty percent iframe and then the last portion be super armor, or like I said, similar to like the lawn dashes, uh give it a cooldown and then make it super armor off cooldown and iframe or super armor on cooldown, iframe off cooldown. And have it apply to those side side flips. Um, I think that's that, and S then the lack of a of a of a frontal guard. S block. Um, do you think it needs S block? Yes, I do. It can't, you can't really give it a Q block because Q is used for something else in pre awaken, but an S block would be fair. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is all in in theory with uh, the stiffness being removed or not removed, but on a cooldown <laughs> of Roy. Yeah, like yeah. the current tw tw tamer... 12, twelve second cooldown, and you'd still be able to alternate void lightning, right? And that every six seconds, if you know, yeah. if you, if you well, six and a half seconds, if you um, voided and then used roaring six seconds later. Anything with damage or catches? Do you feel like uh, succession tamer has catches that are good? Because of the pet spam, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, our grab is really good, but I don't feel like we really have um, other catches. You know, like, um, fuck, what does a warrior do, right? Like, a warrior is a good example. Like, they, they got their solar edge flare. a solar flare right. overwhelm or something like that, right? And you can get all three of those off in, like... Five ten frames. It's like really fast. Like Tamer used to have a really good catch when our moonlight stiffened, but it's a super armor, so it can't do both anymore, right? Right. Um, but we have other skills, right? That are like that are CCs. That it just they're unprotected skills, but you're not going to try to use them to CC because you're like. 25, 30 frames in before the CC goes off. And Mamo counted it exactly. He gave me the figures, right? Like, I was talking to him for a long time about it. So it's like, you know, it's kind of similar to, like, uh, like I'll give a good example of it, another good example, right? I gave the Warrior example, um, which might might have been, like, incorrect because I don't play Warrior, but I think that that's it. Something like, you know, a Head Chase, Solar Flare, Overwhelm for the float, right? Um... It's uh, Sork, right? Like Sork's uh, Engulfing Shadow or uh, like Shadow Eruption. They're both unprotected skill skills, but the CC is like on the second frame. First or second frame. It's like instant that they can iframe, you know, Engulfing or uh, Shadow Eruption, and then iframe again cancel it and because it comes out so early you're not actually canceling the cc 
if I tried something like that on Tamer, like iframe vermilion iframe vermilion's unprotected and i would have to sit in vermilion for like maybe half a second before that first cc even hits and a half a second unprotected like that is an eternity yeah you, you know um so like as far as catches if you want to see tamers using anything other than grab which is basically our most reliable catch the only i mean the only frustrating thing about it as a catch is um, you need to make sure you're dead on with it because if you miss that grab, you're probably dead or getting caught yourself, which is fair. Um, you know, grab should be high risk, high reward. I I just wish uh, <clears throat> like desync was a little more forgiving. It feels like like in the last like half a year or so, um, like a miss grab is throwing me into my full grab animation as if I grab the target. Um, you know, there's two different animations. If you miss a grab, you kind of stick your arm out. If you get the grab, you go into the grab animation. You right. basically kick kick the person in the face or whatever. So a lot of times I'll do the full grab animation, but the guy's definitely dashed out of it. You know, it's like, just give me the miss grab animation instead because that's slower or that's quicker and I can get safer quicker again you know what i mean right right it's just it's like server sync i just you're, i feel like it's gotten in, worse over the last it's year definitely definitely gotten worse in the last six months or maybe i just started dueling a lot more in the last six months and it was always there i don't know no i noticed it too like I, um i only played tamer for a little while kind of recently uh awaken tamer but like back in the day like i don't i don't even remember that happening very much at all even on the old like, I main Tamer back in the least web servers, so, like, even then, I didn't remember that happening that much, and the most recent time I played Tamer, I was like, dude, what? why does it always show me that I succeeded the grab? Because when you roll back to the class after, like, a really long time, it's even worse, because I see that animation, I commit to the next thing, and like, not knowing right, exactly. any exactly. I commit straight into Bolt Jolt, right? Yeah, and then it gets CC'd. And, but then, and then it's like, oh, no, 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 the, the, the target is actually behind you, and you're stiffened and on the ground. You know what I mean? It's like... yeah. Um, what about PvE um, for, for both Succession and Awakening? How, how is Tamer in PvE? I know it's getting buffed soon, so we'll see how that is. And Mamo said it looks like kind of promising, but in the current state, um, how is Awakening and Succession PvE? And then after you elaborate on that, um, what you think of the changes that are coming? Right, right. Um, so obviously I've only ever played Tamer, so this is just from the viewpoint of somebody who plays Tamer. And has played it and only it for four years. It used to be really good because we used to be able to double pull mobs. We used to be able to pull seven and seven. So we'd be able to pull four, 14 mobs at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, it became worse. And I, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you because I wasn't out there with a calculator or spreadsheets or anything like that. Like, oh, is it better than this class or that class? But it, it felt good, right? I was able to pull a lot of mobs. <clears throat> you know, at a place like Histria, that's very important, just being able to grab a lot of mobs and then you know, burst them down. Um, then that got changed to basically normalize it for, you know, basically every class, so that every class can pull, uh, I want to say like... More than seven, now, now ten. More than ten. Is it, is it ten on every class, though? Because I know like... Uh, almost every class. Right. Yeah. That's what, that's what it is on Tamer. Seven for the character, three for the pet. 
Witch Wiz, it's like seven for the Witch Wiz and like three for the fucking Red Orb, or maybe it's two for Red Orb and one for the pet if you have a pet. I don't I don't remember exactly, but um after that I don't know, I feel like I feel like it just kinda got worse. Uh I, I can't tell you exactly why. I mean, okay, so that's four less mobs that we can kill. I feel like we were kinda on par at that point. But then when everybody else was kind of able to pull the same amount of mobs, like the amount of damage that we were doing in PvE just wasn't cutting it. And it's not... I, I guess you could say, okay, damage modifiers, but I don't think that's all the story. I think the other part of the story is uh, the size of our AoE. It's, like, right. really small. Like Bolt Jolt is, like, 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 one to two feet around the character, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, all, just all of our weekend stuff is... Now, all of that's changing bolt jolt is getting a much like they're probably tripling the size of the radius of bolt jolt mm -hmm. and um the skill that they're changing the most is like and it's i'm, I'm actually glad that they pick this skill to change is beast rampage because it's mm -hmm. something that no tamers use it like it it's 488 percent times seven <laughs> right. you know um so they're upping that. They're they're basically increasing the damage on that skill by about uh, seventy to eighty percent. And altogether, and are, they're also is that the one one of the one of the awakening skills is also becoming three sixty AOE. No, I, it's I that one. It's that well. one. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, because I actually always like that that skill. <laughs> it's sad it doesn't do damage. Cause it's kind of a cooler animation. It's like a all around spinner with shit damage and no yeah. AOE. Exactly. Like, actually, like regarding that one skill, that skill is, it takes two seconds for the entire skill to come out. Like one, two, and mm -hmm. and it's like pop, 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 right? Um, the first hit bounds, and the last hit floats, and that is annoying as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they could do anything with that skill, it would be like I would I would like it if they just made it a super armor skill that had no CC on it. Because that's kind of one of the things we lack in, you know, more group-oriented fights is when we grab a target, we don't really have much safe damage that we can put out. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to break the rules. I don't want to keep CC and super armor on it. I just want the CC gone and, and super armor. But if they didn't want to do that, at least just take the bound away and just give us the float at the end. You know what I mean? Like Agreed. If if we use it on a single like a, like like if I stiffen a target and then I go right into that skill, I've now just burned both of my CC charges in like you know two seconds time. So you think with the awakening PVE changes coming, it'll be more comparable to what other classes are getting uh, at high end spots? Ah, uh, well, I was looking like we definitely have uh, the longest list of changes uh, on that uh, global lab patch. Mm -hmm. So I'm hopeful. You know, but it's actually, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't play other classes, so, you know, I, I only have my viewpoint. Right. But uh, I've heard other tamers say that they think that tamer is pretty much the worst uh, high-end PvE class in the game. Right. Um, when I say high-end, I guess I mean, like, anything Histria up, right? Like, Histria stars um, underwater. So what are you getting at underwater? Uh, have you kept track? What's uh, like a, I get a good hour. If on I'm if scroll? I'm going to try try hard with just a regular loot scroll, I'm getting three seven three eight. 
disclaimer i do not have two corrupted crystals in the offhand because it's not doesn't work very well for an evasion build in in pvp right if you already have enough damage yeah um so i think if i had double corrupted I, right now i just run like a regular 10 percent crit gem but if i had double corrupted that will put me at 22 percent crit extra crit damage and i think i think you'd probably look at maybe one to 200 more trash right you know and uh i don't know i fought a sork the other day you know we we started messing around underwater and then uh we took it to ba and then i asked him like how much trash you get underwater he's like 282 kudum and he gets like 5500 <laughs> with a loot oh, with yeah. a regular loot yeah and, it's just, and I've heard Heaton. I heard Heaton say the same thing. Like he thinks Sork is the best uh, underwater uh, grinder. But I've also heard Divio say that he thinks that Succession Striker is the best underwater grinder. What's the Jasper? Fifty-five hundred. Wow. At what yeah. Two eighty-two Kudum. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's some people that are I'm, talented. I'm pulls in around. Was... Like I'm pulling. I'm pulling three seven three eight, and I'm two ninety seven Kudum. Yeah, Jesus. that's pretty bad. But uh, I hear I don't know. There, there's like some people that are dead. I, I'm so bad at grinding. I've really every time I watch a video on a class I play that's grinding, and I see the trash per hour, and I literally can never achieve it, even though I have more AP than the person <laughs> in the video. It like t- it tilts me. I'm like, dude, what is now? This uh, I always do subpar in comparison. I pull 44 to 4500 in Sakurai, but I've only done it a little limited amount there's, of time. Because there's a couple videos of Tamer's Awakening getting over 4K, like like 4.3 and 4.4. That the, one that I, the one that I saw, like the Russian? There's yeah, like a the, Russian who the, posts. Right? That Russian guy, yeah, I've seen that one. He's 4.6, yeah, he, right? He, he, was, he was getting just under 4, um, and he was running a Perfume. And um, or just ju- maybe just at four, like, like definitely not four one. And this was Awakening. This was his first video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did another video in Succession, getting four three. Interesting. Uh, and then uh, Risey from EU, um, he gets I think around four four. He's a, actually believe it or not a little more geared than I am. Uh, he's basically full pen. Like accessories and everything, although he's running um, narcs over uh, distos. Damn. Right. Uh, but he, he's still more more AP than me overall. He probably has double corrupteds in the offhand, which I need to look at doing for for just, if I'm in a PVE. I mean, right now I'm fa- I'm farming the pot, so I'll probably be on this for over a month or so. But uh, he he said he gets like four four, four four to four seven, I think something like that. I'd need to ask him again. I don't remember. He was in my stream the other day, and I asked him. But that's Succession, which we, we know that Succession is a little bit better, uh, but not a whole lot better. Right. Um, and Not enough to justify because of the mechanics are not as good for defending your spot. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he could defend his spot. Um, I, I think I think Succession is, is fine. You know, 1v1. You know, I mean, it's... Yeah, I've had like little to no experience for him. I can't find any. Can't find tamers, but then even worse, succession tamers. Yeah, true. I mean, here here's the thing, right? Like the lack of a of an on demand block, and um, I don't know. I'm in love with pole vault. Like yeah, it's it's situational with, with pre awakening skills, no actual block. 
Well, I mean, the thing is, like, our awakening really felt like it it made the class complete. You know, as a melee class, we went from not having a block, um, you know, to not really gaps you guys had. Yeah, it took care of a lot of the things that were kind of like you could say like lacking in the class, and then you go back to succession, and they've replaced some of that with like some bigger AOE, and you know, like the pet roaring cheese, and it's just. I don't know. It's not fun. Like, oh, another thing that I'd like to say, and so, some people might disagree with me on this, but I really dislike the quote feature unquote of the pet randomly seeing a target. Yeah, uh-huh. dude, it's, I, it's like it just does it like said, a knockdown behind I, their guard or something like that. I, I've always well, said here's, this too. here's the thing, right? Wait, yeah, let me let ahead. me give it let me give a guess on this because I I've always said this back when I played Tamer and fighting against Tamer I hated the pet CC because if I'm dueling a friend that I do I get no satisfaction in me being on the ground and my pet is randomly attacking my friend and CCs him and I get up and kill him like I yeah. I don't know it's like it doesn't feel like the same as oh uh, if I just didn't get caught and I CC you know what I mean I don't know at least, that's how I always felt about it it's like so RNG too. Right. It, yeah, it's 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 like it's just the computer deciding, you know, I'm I'm sure the computer has a like cycles through skills on the pet for him to use and mm. you just happen to get the right one at the right time. Uh now that said, though, like it is on the player to a degree to know that the pet can do that. Right. Right. Um but I don't like it as a feature, and I feel like that's kind of one of the factors that they use when considering tamer balance is, oh, well, the tamer can do this. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not a fun mechanic for the player, right? Like, for me, like you said, like, it's, uh, it's not a gratifying it's not, it's not win. Control. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, like, there are some cases, right, like, where I precast void, and there's always a delay for from when the pet comes out and actually does the void animation. I'll precast void, then get CC'd. They'll start comboing me, and then the pet Void catches them. I'm fine right. with that, because I did that. You know what I mean? I precasted yeah. Void. He didn't notice the animation, and he got caught. That's different, though. Right. That's a zoning technique. Well, there's a there's a couple things. It goes, there's like two, there's two different types of people from each side. There's the, the complainer that's like, every time they get CC'd by a tamer, no matter what catches them, they're like, oh, your pet got me. And it's like, no, like I, I, I set the trap or I used howling and, and I got you legitimately. That was on you. And then there's also the, um, the tamers that are like, no, 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 my, my pet didn't CC you. I, I CC'd you when like, clearly they were on the ground or something. You know, I, it's like. It goes back and forth, but yeah, it, that that's why it just causes nothing but grief for everybody. Yeah. The pet CC thing. I just always like, found it pretty cancerous, like mid-combo uh, against a tamer. The pet just does one of those cycle skills and CCs you. It's may, just like, really? Maybe it sh- yeah. they should reduce really? it to only one ability can CC, and when it happens, put a little red circle like before. It's like a boss attack. So they know it's coming. Uh, I don't. I don't know <laughs> that you make that that complicated. Like every tamer that I've talked to has just said, "Get rid of it." Yeah. You know what I mean? I I I think you just get rid of it. And um, Amongst like other changes that fix it. Yeah. Yeah. He just you, got a Marnie research box. What the fuck is this? Uh, where are you? Uh, Blood Wolves. Yeah, hopefully you won't have to use the whole thing before you get the piece, but uh, you're going to open it, and you get 50,000 Blood Wolf kills, and you basically get an accessory box. Huh. Interesting. Weird the things uh, you get when you grind on that. I don't get these things because I don't grind. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, just just think, Nash. As soon as you get that infinite pot, you'll never have any need to grind or make money in the game ever again because you won't even need to buy potions. Exactly. That's the whole reason for my silver grind. <laughs> Those RBF pots. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive at one silver apiece. No, dude, I run through all my silver that I that I farmed the entire week, matter of hours. But no, I I think you get rid of that, and uh, I think you. I think you just get rid of it. It's 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 just it's something that that I don't control. It's like, you know, the computer just deciding, oh, I guess I'm going to save the player this time and screw this other player over. Right. I like the idea of, um, or maybe even replacing it with uh, more user controlled stuff. Like I, I liked the change they did to Howling. I think that was a really cool change. Yeah, I think it's a good change too, for sure. Um. I don't like once you use Howling though. There's no cancel for it other than Pet Absorb. Yeah. Um, like uh, like we have a command like it's called Come. <laughs> yeah. Um, where you you your character basically waves their hand like Come here, and then you'll see a little text bubble come out and says Here. And in every other case, it will TP the pet back to you and kind of put you back in control. But uh, if you use Howling. Uh, the pets, he's just—he's gonna do the entire howling animation unless you absorb. That'll—that's the only thing that'll stop him. Right. Um. All right. So I—I t- I just have two more questions. If Nayashi or uh, Rez have stuff, then feel free to add in. But my first one is: um, Do you still—you still like Tamer? Do you ever think about rerolling, or are you still—you with that class for life? I- I'm probably with it for life right now. Um, at this point, anyways, unless. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, I did make a ninja. Like I was like Ninja Succession came out, and it was just like <sighs> Len rerolled to ninja. Ninjas are just fucking killing everybody. And uh, I, uh, I have a sixty-one ninja that I was like, I was like, yeah, but fuck it, dude. This is gonna be it. I'll, I'll learn from Cooler and and uh, then like. Like, I was grinding Star's End because I, I needed to make money, and Ninja was actually far better than my Tamer was at it, even with Tet weapons, uh, because I kept the weapons on my Tamer. Right. And the short sword is the same, right? right. So, and that's that's all that really counts for succession, right? So, um, <laughs> I was, you know, I was pretty bad. I'm still bad uh, on Ninja. And uh, every time somebody would duel me for spot, I'd swap characters. <laughs> Uh, like a scumbag. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't get away from Tamer. And it, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of, I feel like re-rolling is too inconvenient. And it puts me too far outside my comfort zone. Having to learn a new class, you know. You know, at my age, you're a slow learner. Shit's going <laughs> to take me like three months to get good at. You know, it's like uh, I was just like, nah, I'm just gonna go back on Tamer, and then I did the same thing with Guardian, basically in a nutshell. Um, you know, just more convenient now to continue playing the class, and I really, you know, it's, it's like I kind of made it sound like I, I kind of, yeah, I guess I have to play the class. I do, I do enjoy the class. It's a fun class to play, like. Uh, you know, I was arguing with with some of the Snake Boys. You know, and they're like, some of them are like, "Why are you still playing that class?" And 
Prudo kind of stuck up for me a little bit. He was like, hey, because Prudo played Tamer for a long time, like a good like year and a half or something like that. And he was just like, you know, Tamer is a really fun class. And that, that is that is true. It is a fun class to play. For sure. So, I can you know, and with Mewa, it wasn't meta for a long time. Still, but it was fun. Isn't. Yeah. But it's fun. Yep. Exactly. Especially succession. And oh, my gosh. So much I more think, rewarding. I think that, I don't know, I play this game to have fun. You know, I don't play this game to satisfy, you know, a guild requirement and stuff like that. And I'm pretty fortunate to be in Snake on this class, although I am, you know, on, on defense. I'm I'm actually in charge of the Snake defense team. And I get yelled at sometimes. I don't know if uh, <laughs> if you guys are watching the barcode siege where fucking truth went off on me because uh, we I don't know somebody forgot to pull an elephant out of the elephant nursery or to start an elephant nursery or something like that, and I was off trying to kill a cannon spotter or something. Um, but uh, but the only reason. Like people have asked me, like, how are you in Snake? You play Tamer, and I just, I just say, actually, they've asked me on stream quite a bit, and I just tell them the truth. You know, like I joined Snake before it was a Siege Guild, and they're not kicking people because they're not, they didn't decide to re-roll to the, to the, this class or that class. Right. You know, and just naturally over time, the people they've recruited primarily Witch and Wizard. And not recruited roster to be what it is today. To be what it is today, exactly. And I'm just, I'm just a relic from a, a time long gone. Uh, my last question is: who, who PvP wise, your favorite tamer? Who, who's the best tamer, in your opinion? And why is it uh, tamer? <laughs> it's no. probably Mimo. Mimo's good, dude. He's like super solid. Um, I really like him. I really liked Len. Uh, back in the day, although he doesn't he doesn't play anymore. Oh, he quit. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, he quit. What about balance um, when, when it was during his era. Yeah, balance was super entertaining to watch, especially his uh, his whole like uh, beat me in a best of five and I give you mod in my my chat or something. That was that was actually fun to watch because you get all these people trying to do nice. that. Wasn't balance like a kid also? He's not a kid anymore. He's in college now. But yeah, like back then, and we were talking like. Three years ago now, so yeah, he he was like ago. he was like a junior and then maybe a senior in 2018, yeah. and then he quit. There was there was always the joke that when they were there was some rumor about them uh, making a uh, an adult only type channel and then a, a channel for like kids. So we like, we like a, actually a channel, but like a different server. We're like, oh, balance is gonna be good. <laughs> we we specifically locked balance out of NSFW because we didn't want like. Some kind of like you can't share like you can't show minors porn like. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, Mamo is probably the best, but I actually really liked watching Len just because he was uh, he was hyper aggressive even in matchups where like normally tamers aren't. And, I like, and see, that, that's like I vicariously was aggressive through Len because I don't know if you've ever seen me fight, but I'm super super passive. Like I'm probably the most passive tamer I know, and it's good against classes that don't have grabs because you frustrate the shit out of them. Um, and I think that's why I do. Like I consider that I do quite well on Sork. In fact, Mamo even said at one point, like, yeah, I like watching Shade fight Sorks because that's one of my, you know, one of my weaker matchups or one of the matchups that that I don't do do so well at. 
and that I'm very, very good at. Uh, I also have the DP to do this. You, you, you have to have DP to be able to live, like to super armor sork damage. Yeah. But um, like I, I play very passively. I drain. Like if it's a fighting a sork, I try to keep them moving, keep them eye framing, so that they're becoming stamina depleted, and I can usually time it or tell by how they move that they're running out of stamina. Like they'll back up and they'll go for the dream of doom. You know, and they'll they'll wait for that whole animation and recover stam as they you know stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's Mamo. Uh, other good tamers, like really good tamers, Kiv Beta, uh, Spaghetti. Um, I'm gonna miss somebody, dude, and they're gonna they're gonna DM me. Um, <laughs> do you, do you remember a tam? This is like way. This is when I first started oh. playing, way back in the day. Uh, a tamer yeah. named Go Go Go. Ninja Dust. Yes, I remember Ninja Dust. Didn't he used it? to do a lot of the the uh, Black Spirit uh, League. Yeah, so he was like, I this is like back in the day when I I was I was still like new to the game, but I remember being we would go to like everyone would go to BA, and he would be in there. Like, he was in a guild called Paper Pirates at the time, but mm-hmm. we would be in there, and he would just be running through a King of the Hill for like two hours before like losing. It was absurd. Like this is old pre CC days. I don't know. That right, right. so good. I, I don't know what happened to him or if he still plays, but I remember just back then I was like, God, this guy is insane. That's crazy. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I actually missed that. I knew he was a good tamer, but I, I didn't really see see too much of him. Um, other than like the BSL stuff that he would do and um Yeah, yeah, I really think they need to to activate the competitive um arena type scene even if they can't get it like on a queue and stuff like that they need to they need to get bsl going again and um i think they should do a, a geared and trial version of each yeah and need, uh and for, for the trial version they need to fix they need to fix the um the main hand the main hand to to have uh 20 percent ignore res it's, yeah it's, i hate i hate trial characters for that reason it's terrible man yeah. It's the only thing where I'm just like, man, I know people, some people hate the whole like using full gear because a lot of people complain about pay to win or people are just so far ahead. But it's like the resistance thing is so absurd. Like in 3v3, you can kind of get away with it. 2v2, it starts feeling bad. 1v1, it's just horrible. Like really, really horrible. Yeah. And I think that that's something that might be so workable about, um, the whole uh, succession tamer roaring spam is the pet is putting the CC out in that case. The same case with void lightning, and I think it's like 100% ignore res. You're not resisting any of that CC, uh, or at least maybe, I've never seen maybe, anybody resist maybe. the void. I, I think it just hits so often. I think it just actually ticks and procs so much that it's it's hard to not get CC'd if you go into it. Um, right. Well, it, it can't tick. It can't tick too fast because you can triple stiffen somebody in one second, right? Right. Like if three people stiffen somebody at the same time, and you'll CC cap him like instantly. Shade, right. I have a, I have good news, man. Uh, us over here, me, Frosty, and I, and she have teamed up with Yellow to make sure that there's a tournament going on every single month. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, join That's the awesome. uh, NA Duelist Discord. <laughs> Man, I and I'll be doing the uh, the cancer one v one called Corona Cup. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. 
last month was Yellow's 3v3. That was the first one. This okay. month is me and Frosty doing 2v2s, and then next month is Nayashi doing 1v1s, and then it just rotates again, basically. Yeah, it should be cool. That sounds uh, sounds very good. I'm I'm definitely. It's, I don't know. Like I, I I've been go, telling if myself. If you go to yellows, it's rigged and he wins. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow only wins because he's Maymo carried. Dude, oh, I'm just I, kidding. I don't know. I, I, no, I, I'm just a, I'm just a Maymo fanboy. I, I think Yellow and Maymo are General Moore's carry, dude. I don't know if you watched that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Moore's uh -huh. is a freaking god on Archer. It, it's nuts. He's really good, dude. He's so so good. Um, all right. I think we can we can move oh. on from. Yeah, go ahead. One one more person I forgot to mention. He doesn't stream, but uh, Locks is an exceptional. Team. Yeah, Locks is really really good. He's a BA rat. Yeah. Uh, cool. Let's uh, I we don't have a whole lot um outside of Tamer no. Tamer stuff. Um. We really just have, uh, there's PvP Awakening changes coming, but we don't know what they are, so look forward to that. Yeah, they, really? they, they announced on Global Lab that they're going, so they said, yeah, we, we did the PvE stuff, that was a priority, it just hit KR, and the next thing they're going to do is PvP on Awakening to bring it up. And they specifically mentioned catches, escapability, and uh, damage. Okay. Okay. They were vague, but whatever. Um, yeah, so PvP they, but they hit a lot changes. of hit a lot of topics with that, even though they were vague. So that's kind of yeah, exciting yeah. and scary at the same time. Exciting and scary. So silent chat says uh, sounds like a Sork buff to me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I I hope it's. I mean, they don't. I I still don't even think they need to do that much to Awakening to make some of them like more on par with Succession, because that was that was what um, they brought up, Shade, in in the post was that they know that Succession feels more powerful and they want to bring Awakening up to that level in PvP as well. So, right. I mean, I don't know. Also dude. said the OP abilities they'd nerf down a little bit from Succession. Oh, okay. Right on. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it'd be cool, man. Well, maybe they'll give uh, Tamer pet just the pet more mobility and more CCs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Like, um, like a lot of Tamers like to talk about, oh, the pet's such a key part of our, like, you know, our class, and you know, I wish the pet could could do this better and that better. I'm okay with that as long as it's like on command, right? If it's like a player controlled thing, like I use right. X ability and the pet's follow up is faster, right? Because Certain abilities have certain automatic pet follow-up response that are sort of like almost like a, a flow to that ability, right? Um, but in terms of like just the pet auto autonomous, how do you, how would you say that? Autonomous, autonomously, um, just doing its own shit better. I mean, I, I don't really care too much about that. Like it's it's the computer doing that, right? I I think it, I, I agree. I think it would be pretty cool, like from a combo standpoint, where you're like mid combo you can pick and choose what abilities the dog uses uh, in conjunction with yours. So for example, if you want to use the dog CC because your CCs are for some reason on cooldown from a 1VX, you can do that and still keep combo and doing your damage abilities in between the dog CCs. Uh, that would give a lot more complexity and, and depth to tamer combat. Right, yeah. You know, you know, I kept I kept like going um 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 when I was talking about like taking away the pet CC. 
uh, like one of the reasons, uh, like I said, like just take it away completely. One another reason it's not beneficial or that it's annoying is uh, if I'm comboing, uh, like I could I could grab somebody and start like bolt jolting and comboing and like like depending on on how the pets sort of lined up his random attacks because grab and bolt jolt don't have any kind of pet follow up. The pet can kind of just be doing whatever he wants to, whatever you know the server basically tells him to do. He can like do a knockdown before I get to pull off my my second yeah. scene. You know, so he can like completely fuck up combos too. I think he should just do like random <laughs> auto attacks that just deal damage. That's a little bit how. of damage and yeah, nothing crazy, but <laughs> maybe like kind of like almost like a flow of sorts. Now this is like obviously probably something PA wouldn't do, but well, this, he already this, does. This is more of like with... restructuring the whole system between the tamer and the pet, but. Like, for example, how I envision it is like almost like you're dogpiling someone with you and your pet, like while comboing them. So it's like you're beating on them with the stick if you're in awakening or, you know, in uh, succession. And then your dog's just like jumping in there, like um, doing whatever. If it's damaged, some cool animation ability that kind of acts like a flow of sorts off of your skill, but it's like from your pet, it's automatic. But what you've said though is 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 exactly how it is um for for most of our abilities not every ability like for example we grab bolt jolt mm -hmm. and then usually a lot of us i mean depending on the tamer there's like a zillion different combos you can use right but you can bolt jolt into all around spinner and all around spinner has pet damage follow up that's automatic oh, okay. and it's it's so pretty they do, good, right? yeah so they do do it in some, in some instances same with like vermilion and white tiger and stuff there's like nice pet, yeah vermilion pet white tiger um, beast rampage has pet follow up whip whiplash I mean uh, a lot of different skills the the only the only you know I I would say I guess I don't notice it because it always seems like the pet just does its own thing while they're comboing me yeah well I mean if you ever get a chance to fight me I always when I'm dueling people I always put the pet on follow mm -hmm. so the pet will not do anything other than stay close to my side or use like uh follow-up damage from yeah. like uh like kind of like what you were talking about right like a, a, a flow like i start beating on them with the stick and the pet has like an automatic response to that yeah. and i do that for a couple of reasons a you can actually utilize the pet um as a uh like a target lock right like yeah. for example if i'm fighting a kuno their ankle cutter the pet will be like a magnet for their ankle cutter yeah. Um, I you know, in so. archers, um, same shit. Like, uh, the, if I keep that pet between me and the archer, like the archer is going to be like, ah, my targeting, my targeting. Ah, yeah. The auto aim assist is getting fucked. It happens with my sub arrow too. And the pet's standing right in front of the fucking tamer. Yeah. That's why you just Q buff and blow up the tamer and the pet. <laughs> it's easy. Zerker style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Q buff, that, that shit knocks my pet down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever played uh Shade, have you ever played Blade and Soul? I did not. Did um I was actually thinking of going to that game um from Swator. Uh, yeah. Uh, before I came to BDO. I trans I'm that was the bridge between BDO and like every other game I played before. I, I had like a brief stint with Blade and Soul, but they had a they had a pet class in the game called the Summoner that it had yes, i have seen streams yeah it was a cheesy like bullshit class that everyone hated and it was like wildly <laughs> overpowered back when i played the game but 
it had a re it had really awesome and i don't know if it would even work in video but it had really awesome pet controls where you so you'd have the pet doing auto attacks that didn't even have they didn't have cc's they would so they'd be close to the target or always at the target and you could manually control with keybinds its attack patterns like right. while you're also fighting and controlling your character and it was that it was really intuitive like surprisingly intuitive and I, yeah. I was like, so when I came over to BDO, my first impression of the game, because I wanted to play that, um, I wanted to play Tamer. That was the first class that I was like super into. And I was just like, dude, this this pet sucks. <laughs> what? This is horrible compared to, I mean, before I understood like anything about the game, I was like, this is so bad compared to like Blade and Soul Pet. But um, Right, right. Dude, I, I actually, whenever BDO was coming out, I actually wanted to play Tamer. I was like, dude, you get this like fucking pet. This shit looks sick as fuck. And then I literally got to the character creation, and I was like, wait, I have to play a lolly girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just do Zerker, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, uh, you know, gender lock classes, and like, not, not really a whole lot of like. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of physical customization, right? But certain classes, like a shy, is never gonna be like. A grown old I don't man. Know, five, it should be five, an old six. man. Or so is, is a shy's never going to look older than ten, right? All right, dude. I don't know. Have you gone in the cash shop and looked at that mustache you can get on a shy? Makes him look pretty old. True. True. Um. All right. So so here we usually do uh, comments. We go through and read all the the comments people posted from last week. They can literally be about anything. You're welcome to stay and join us, but we like to give uh, our guests an out if they want one. But if if you're not busy, you're you're welcome to join us and chime in on on stuff people are saying. Hell yeah, dude! Totally we'll stick up around. to you. Um, and then before we uh, get all the way to the end, I'll, we'll plug your stuff at the end. But right now, where where can people find you? You stream and do you have a YouTube channel and stuff, or where, where's the best place for uh, people to find you? I I don't have a YouTube channel. I'm a horrible like video editor. I tried downloading some free video editing software like two years ago and never figured out how to use it. Uh, but I do stream. Uh, Twitch.tv slash shade shade. Just shade twice, basically. Okay. Um, and that's where you can find me. Um, cool. All right. Uh, Rose and Ashley, do you guys have anything else before we move to comments? Nope. All right. No, I think that's... Uh, JB. So last week, for context, we had uh, DeadGG on. Talked about... Lon returning to the game, how he's life skilling PV the PV buffs that are coming, bandwave and stuff. Um so JB123 says, I came back after Camon Part One first came out. Oasis is a fantastic way for me to try all the new classes without actually going broke. I love it. Um I'm gonna ask you this actually, Shade. What do you think about the Oasis gear? I I brought up the idea of like would it be bad for the game if the Oasis gear stayed in the game forever? What are your thoughts on that? No, I, I think it would be good. I think it would be really good considering where like the high, the, the upper end is at. If if people want to even like have a chance at getting there, I mean, not I mean, obviously you can get there the hard way like all of us did, but the idea is, you know, the people that are progressing at like the end game portion of the game or end game, they. They're so far. I mean, like I'm four years ahead of anybody else who uh, who comes into the game now. Granted, the current catch up mechanics are way better than anything that I, you know, had back in the day. 
it's 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 still necessary for people to like be able to you know get into the game and and play you know at least on you know the uh you know lower upper tier you know you know and i don't, I don't i'm not saying that gear is like even close to lower upper tier but it will let you grind right now in spots where you can make some decent money and start making gear gains in progression to where you can rapidly get to end game. And when I say rapidly, I'm talking Korean MMO terms rapidly. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're probably looking at about like uh, six months of work and progression. Um, if you go really hard or if you just got RNG carried, you could, you could be like end to end game in six months. If you start with that gear. And keeping in mind that you have to like you have to do your research, right? Like you have to figure out like BDO has so many aspects to it in terms of different avenues and ways to make money, you know, taking advantage of, you know, AFK fishing, life skilling, like all these things. Like and I'm not saying you have to become an active life skiller all the time, but there's stuff that you can do, like setting up a worker node empire, uh, you know, processing wood from time to time while you play other games, you know, stuff like that. Things that, that constantly keep the bank rolling. And yeah, play, players can catch up really, really quickly. And I think the Oasis game gear only helps that. And I, I feel like older players might think that it's unfair because they didn't have that, stuff like that. But it's like the game has progressed so far ahead. Giving everybody try gear, try boss gear, it shouldn't bother anybody. Yeah. You know? I mean, That's it's like I the feel. equivalent today... <laughs> I don't know. Try boss gear is the equivalent today of like two years ago. What just having like a boss weapon in general was. I, I don't know. It's like it's nothing compared to where everyone is at anyway. It's so early on that it's like just such a tedious thing to have to make someone grind for two weeks to get a try main hand. I don't know. Exactly. Like like having to grind up to the point where you can now finally go to I don't know Fogans or Gahas. It's not like you can go to History Ackman with that gear, right? It's like you you're still like you're at Blood Wolves. Maybe you can do Shirakan with the gear and I'm talking quest accessories at this point, right? Like maybe you know, if if you've gone like really hard, you know, getting tree groups or or something like that, like maybe you you've got a 62 earring, a 61 ring, you know, the tri rock belt, you know, uh well, I don't know what necklace you can get. Uh probably a necklace would be the first thing that you actually enhance, right? Try to get a tri ogre. You know, like pe- people can people can get like some decent gear to to be able to like group grind trees or even solo grinding. Like I'm one of the things that this uh, this HP pod has kind of shown me is that Sherikon is actually not bad money. You know, especially for the AP required to actually do the spot. You yeah. know, and I'm counting Kafras, right? These these places drop a lot of Kafras, and at the early part of the game, you're better off selling. Like I, I usually tell people, don't sell your Kafras, right? You're gonna want to put it into gear at some point. But if if you're at an early point in the game, and you're getting you're at one of these spots that gives a lot of Kafras, sell them, use that money to get better gear upgrades now that are gonna help you grind better spots sooner, so that you can make more money to buy more Kafras later or grind out Kafras or whatever. All right. But uh, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of good grind spots that you can do with the Oasis gear. And I think they should definitely keep it. It's a great catch-up mechanic. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Sven Hund says, I don't care about PvE buffs. I'm really sick of Succession being better than Awakening in PvP. Well, there's hope. Hopefully, uh, they said on Global Labs they're going to be buffing Awakening. So 
that might not be forever. We'll see. Um, the Awkward Ninja says, I don't think Zerker Awakening PvE buffs make much of a difference, but PvE-wise, Zerker is really close. Succession is just way easier to play since it is literally spin and FD. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. I, I think it, it's just hard to tell with the percentages that they gave us, like how it's actually going to feel in-game. Some um, classes might get a pretty significant impact, but yeah, there's it needs to be tested out fully. Yeah, and it's a we need to see. Plus, it, it might change like the way some of the skills are changed, uh, especially some of the lesser use skills. There might just be new PVE combo in general, especially with on yeah, things yeah. like Ninja, where a lot of useless skills are being buffed. So, um. Eumenidai says, I think in my personal opinion, if you get overwhelmed by having a lot of comments, you can always pick three or four and have a large discussion about them instead of trying to cover all the comments. Yeah. But then you then your comment wouldn't get read. <laughs> yeah, I I like being able to read all the comments. Like uh this week we didn't have a lot of comments, so it's not really an issue. But uh and obviously I'm not complaining about having a, a larger amount of comments, but when we do, we want to get through them all, but if we have, you know, 50 comments and 20 of them are three-page essays, it just takes way too long, and we still want to cover people's points and have the discussion, but we can't take the time to read it all out, and that's why the TLDRs are necessary whenever it's, like, a lot of comments on a video, basically. Right. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's fun to interact with the community, so I like reading them all. I just... They just need to be uh, reasonably lengthed. Um, Suitpants14 says, The focus in terms of talks for PvP should be gear balance. It is fact that gear is king in PvP and should not be the case. Any PvP should focus on skill, not gear. Yeah, you can just outgear the guy and kill him. That's meaningless, stupid, and overwhelmingly unfair. Um... I propose this, two types of gear, PvP gear equal to hard cap and no crystal slots, traditional gear for PvP and PvP. PvP can be gear used except in war. Um, I.e. you want a spot, you flag, I get alerted, have time to get ready, mobs don't attack. Uh, yeah, alright. You can't troll because if you win, your PvE gear is bad, you get one shot by mobs. That way, if you spent the year gearing up, you're rewarded for uh, being able to grind at Star's End and not rewarded for griefing players, but having an unfair advantage. I don't know, man. Like, I, I know a lot of people feel in their heart, especially when they're newer players um, or they're just starting out, that gear is the only thing that matters. But I just, I just don't agree with it. There's so many people that I know and myself personally, and people that are lesser geared than me, that can still kill me if they're better than me. I can still kill people that are way more geared than me if i'm better than them like it's not i i don't know i i think skill is actually a, a way way more important than people give uh credit to in the game well especially with all the catch-up mechanics and whatnot it gets you maybe not the oasis gear as a whole but you know it's relatively easy to get to what is considered the low tier soft cap nowadays which with some classes a decent portion of the classes you can kill some higher geared players um you know with extended combos so skill can actually play a role yeah you could probably get one shot by some accidental sa trades and whatnot but if you acknowledge that that weakness in your gear you can actually manage to pull it off i fight higher geared players all the time um you know once you get to like a relative gear score level that's 
far from them, but not too, too far. Like, say, for example, if I fight um, someone that's 650 gear score and I'm 600 gear score, that's not a problem. I can deal with that. No big deal. Starts getting at 680. Yeah, it's tougher, but I can still manage in most cases. There's, you know, I can just outplay them, catch them. They die just the same. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just knowing when to trade, when not to trade, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Uh, where, where the game's at, it's not too hard to get geared to a point where you can be effective against almost everybody. Um, the only thing is, uh, yeah, I don't know. The guy, the guy mentioned like two types of gear and, you know, if you, so if you want to still PVE, uh, you know, you can do that, but you'll be able to PVP with it too. But then you can have somebody that just gets like the PVP gear. It's like the whole reason, at least 90% of the people I know in this game, although there are some freaks that really enjoy killing monsters in a circle over and over again for hours and hours. <laughs> like, the only reason I do that shit is so that I can get better gear so I can do better, mostly for group PvP, like group situations, right? Like, 1v1, yeah. uh, it's one v one. definitely more skill uh, over gear, unless you're at a point where you actually can't one-combo the other person. You know what I mean? Then, okay, gear's an issue, right? You can one-combo him. He, you can't one combo him. He can one combo you. You know what I mean? Yeah. E- as even, far as one v one. Even goes. then, it's sort of like a. Uh, <laughs> if you get gear checked like that, it, it's still. I don't know when it, like gearing up. I I always took pride in like when I'd run into someone from man up, like old man up back in the day, and like they could blow me up in two or three skills, but I I'd had to catch them two or three times. They're like I don't know, those wins were meaningful. And it showed like the separation skill, in, in my opinion. I, I yeah, yeah. Uh, so Max's punch in chat says, "Did the Maywa finally get DP? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Do you have any DP now, actually? Three sixteen Nova and three twenty seven Kudum. So, right. Yeah, I've that's pretty good. Do you have any pen armors? Yeah, I'm getting there. Once I'm, I'm working towards. Uh, I'm getting my pen armors. I need tree and then muskins because um, I'm going evasion route. And uh, once I get the 324 Nover, I, I feel like that's going to be a pretty big game changer as far as like my trade potential as well as my output. So, and then if I need to get tankier, I can swap the Kudum, which will force people with higher gear score to take off their Kudum and put on their Nova a little bit more often if they want to try to burst through me, which means they're going to be typically squishier. Right. So it kind of evens out the fight. I mean, this is something that Choice has talked about on his stream too. Is like, when I was fighting Choice, he threw on his meme gear, his 415 DP gear, because I had a hard time one-comboing him with that. Um, he could survive long enough to be able to pop a whale pie or, you know, if he needed to, V out. And I would have a really hard time killing him. But he's like saying, as long as I had more DP, I, he wouldn't be able to one-combo me, which means he'd have to throw on a different offhand to be less tanky so that he can actually manage to kill me, which would then change the fight because then I would actually be able to one-combo him. That's what I mean by the like what I mentioned earlier. We're getting within range of someone's gear score. You don't have to match them. Right. You can be within seventy-five gear score of them and actually kill them. Um, when you start getting to a, like a hundred gear score difference, that's when it kind of gets right. Right. But this it, is also it, relative to where in the brackets you are too. It is funny because I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Shade, you're you're like ten, maybe fifteen gear score ahead of me. I think you're 
Wait, you're 292, 363? Is that right? Uh, 297 Awaken, 293 um, Uh Pre-Awaken, and yeah, I'm like 660 gear score, basically. Okay, so I'm like 289, 289, 360 right now, and it's funny because (laughs) once you start getting higher up, like, (laughs) Shade literally has to spend 70 bill to get, like, an accessory, or 50 bill, and like I, I'm still gonna be able to kill him just the same, like if we were fighting, yeah. you know. Yeah, like yeah. The, the getting to that threshold where you're unkillable is extremely hard. Which Stop. I had a differing opinion on this way back, Rough Rossia. I don't know if you remember the conversation we had during the different value pack podcast, but I mean, I, I'm seeing where the DP is definitely making a difference in a lot of areas. But. Right. I mean, my thing has always been. Uh, instead of making gear not matter for pvp just make it easier for the beginning parts of the game for newer players to catch up is a better solution in my opinion exactly and that, that's that's what the evolution the oasis gear does yeah you know it gets them right into like a spot like gahaz blood wolves maybe even Sherikon. yeah with relative ease yeah i i keep hearing like people say um like when I'll run into someone that's like it'll be two eighty one, right? Um, let's say just doesn't even matter the class, but they'll be two eighty one, and they'll be like, I shouldn't be two eighty one AP, and I go up to someone that's three sixty DP like you and not be able to kill you in two or three skills. Uh, like they need to buff my skills so I can kill you in two or three skills. I'm like, no. Well, they why? It's just too that much doesn't, damage. Then it doesn't make any sense. Like that that logic is so crazy to me. I, I'm pretty sure, like, like me and Frosty, like, you know, at relatively close like gear levels, are probably still full comboing each other. Like yeah. at at two ninety, you know, two ninety, two ninety three, two ninety seven, yeah, ish gear. You know, you definitely um, need a refloat at that DP. <laughs> it's not th- it's not three skills. Yeah, it's like you get the first yeah. CC, you're gonna have to do damage and get the second CC. Yeah, and I, I think that's how it should be. I, like, it also adds risk to a combo, and it adds, like, room for error, and it adds, like, in Node War and Siege, like, if I don't kill you in time, someone else can save you. Like, it's sort of yeah. like other, other games have where people kind of stay upright for a long time. You know, it takes, like, a, a lot to kill somebody in games like um, Terra or Guild Wars and stuff like that, but in this game, it doesn't. So the only thing you really have is, like, it needs to take a full combo, at least. Otherwise, everyone just instant pops. At least that's how I see it. So if I if I spend like a bunch of time getting DP, like I don't want to still die in two skills because of a, a balance change. I don't know. It's weird. Um, JL says Valk didn't get a PVE buff. What do you all think? Do you guys think Valk didn't get a buff because they're already top PVE? He's talking about Valk, yeah, they're, Valk Awakening. they're they're definitely the upper half. And when I say upper half, I mean like top 10 Awakened Valk. Top 10 out of 19 classes, right? Um, for underwater. I mean, that's the area I kind of have the most experience with. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're good. They're good PV at Stars and Underwater and History. But, um, I mean, we'll, we'll see after the changes. I'm hoping that if everyone feels like how Succession feels for the most part, um maybe valk still might need a little bit of buff because i think valk succession is actually still better than awakening maybe i think i'm pretty sure side by side valk suck is actually better and i don't think valk mm-hmm. suck is too op in pv i think it's fine so they should both be about the same 
Um, Stone said, I would like to 1v1 Reslar to steal Frosty as my 2v2 partner. That is all thanks. I'm not partnering with Reslar. He's a desync uh, god, and I can't <laughs> I can't be with the desync god because he gets frustrated and I get frustrated and it's bad. I don't, yeah, I don't really do tournaments anymore for that reason. It's just, it's not fun for me. It's just frustrating because things aren't working how they should be. Yeah. I, and um, like if it's in if it's in open world or Nodor, it's like whatever. But when it's in tournament, and like this one thing going wrong literally loses you the whole thing, it's just way too frustrating. Yeah, I realize too. I'm a bad. There's only there's like only a couple people where I don't even know how to say it. But basically, I I like trust everything that they're doing in PvP, so I don't get mad because most of the time I'm actually just an asshole with my teammates. So I gotta be careful. <laughs> I gotta be careful who I'm with. And if Reslar's desyncing around, I'm like, why the fuck didn't you peel? And he'd be like, I was lagging. I'm like, no, you suck. You know? So <laughs> gotta avoid that. Besides, uh, Frosty, Frosty's teaming up with Sammy, dude. They're gonna clap the 2v2. We'll see. We'll see what happens, dude. If I and I, I get no god damn. I play so I, I do really poorly in tournaments. Like I'm way better outside of a tournament because I I get nerves bad in tournaments and make really bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, uh, I used to get that same kind of feel, but because these tournaments are like no risk, no reward kind of thing, it's no big deal. Notoriety, you bitch. Um, Andy Gilly says, <laughs> "Dead GG is a lawn after my own heart. Life skilling lawn here, maxing that low time investment money with dreams of two sixty nine kudum and eight sixty evasion someday." You keep dreaming, Andy. You're a big dreamer. Um, big dreamer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's possible. That's the crazy thing. Is like if you actually get really high. Um, mastery you you make a ton of money you just gear yourself up that way if that's what you prefer um murder kind says frosty when you buy coupons and reroll what other purchases do you make for a new character from pearl shop like weight inventory costume um most of the characters that i actually play have spent a significant amount of time on um is is way i i almost never buy inventory like a lot of my inventory is accumulated over time i i just don't think inventory is that necessary anymore um with maids and stuff uh but yeah i have weight i have weight on a, too many classes i'll just you put it that way i don't buy costumes either I, unless i like if i play the class for a few weeks and i'm super into it then i'll, I'll maybe get a ghillie suit but every costume is available on the market for silver so i just buy it with silver now and I actually wish so much that weight and all that stuff could be listed as well. That would be so cool. Um, Matthias War says, wonder when they remember Valkyrie is a class they made at some point. <laughs> yeah, one day they'll remember that they made Valkyrie. Um, also, I, I want to defend myself a little bit here. I've, I've remained on Kuno for at least... 179 of the last 180 days, which I think is pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, for you, it's pretty good. That's really good. Zero uh, Eight says, getting stuck in a block is a fighting game mechanic called uh, getting blocks done. In some games, it requires you to use one whole super gauge to get out of it. It awards active gameplay instead of turtling, but that really has no place in the game right now where everyone's block is getting blown up in a skill or two. Wish they would make blocks stronger or make it scale with your DP, not just DR. 
Um, yep. P.S. Nayashi needs to get a new computer, quit his job, and move out of his house so he could start defending Maywell's in peace again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I um, most classes can side dash, but not every class has a reliable side dash that they can use to get out of it. So if they all did, then I'd be fine with it staying. But with it not being there, I don't love the uh, getting block locked personally. Um, Lost Soul says, hey guys, uh, Justin Ninja and Stealth. <laughs> I haven't heard from Lost Souls in a long time. Uh, Justin Campbell says, what do you guys mean by tanning for the infinite potion? Uh, at yeah, Navarre yeah, <laughs> Navarin Step, you have to actually use a tanning knife and gather um, either the birds, the ferica or farinas, or the elephant or the baby elephant in order to get the material for the infinite potion. Um, Mr. X says, Valkyrie main, I used to be, or I was so hyped for the PvE buffs when I saw which classes were buffed. Hype died. I really think Pearl Abyss has forgotten about Valkyrie. Just a suggestion, it might be a good idea to bring like two players of a class onto the show to get different opinions. Thanks for the podcast. We're all re-rolling to the male version of Shy when he gets released in 20XX. Fishaman, professional sailing and fishing. Fishing pole main hand, it's going to be great. Uh, we were going to bring on two uh, tamers, but there aren't two tamers, so we didn't. Feels <laughs> bad, dude. And even the tamers that we contacted, unfortunately, were... One of them wasn't about it. Well, yeah. yeah. We, we couldn't find a tamer. That's why we got Shade. We had to get the next best thing, a defense class. So... <laughs> Bear said, you're lying your ass off. You rolled True. three times. I said I was a Kuno for 179 out of 180 days. That is very honest. Yes, I rolled three times in that 24-hour span that one day, but that's, you know, <laughs> shit happens. Uh, it was one day. It was all in one day. <laughs> yeah. Um... To Andre says, to all these people who are remaining Guardian but still think it should be tuned down, bruh, are you even having fun with Guardian? Nothing needs to be changed. I Guardian is perfectly fine. As a Guardian main, I don't want to see any nerfs because Guardian is the only class I can play and still gets kills. Keck W. What does uh, Keck W mean in this context? I, I got boomer brain here. Um, um, Dude, I, I don't know in what context, young kids are saying these days. He's just being sarcastic because it's the only way he can get kills. You're streaming now, Frosty. You have to learn these things. I know. I've been practicing. I, I renamed my cat to Pogs. Just to get the terminology <laughs> in there, dude. Uh, AI Aiden says, For someone like me who wants to get back into BDO, only really played Sork, Mystic, and Striker. Which of the three and Awakened or Suck? Um, also, if I had Awakened on them... How would I go suck? Sorry, kind of interested in trying this game again as life skill guy who grinded one to two X a week. So I think he's saying he played Sork, Mystic, and Striker. Which of the three, and should he go Awaken or suck? I would just go... I mean, you can do any of them in succession. Um, but Sork is like the clear best at the moment in basically everything. Um, but I think you could have fun on any of them now. Personally, what do you guys think? I mean, play play whatever's fun for you. Like metas yeah. are always changing. You realize yeah. you're going to spend a lot of time on the class. You're going to be grinding a lot, so make sure that it's something you enjoy playing ahead of it. Otherwise, oh, it you're going to burn out faster. 
Yeah, and all it takes yeah. is one fucking patch to just change the whole meta. Um, Kso eighty one says, just throwing this out there to all the comments about grapple counters. Wouldn't iframe be a counter? No, dude, these players can't iframe in time. You want to encourage more sort type play? <laughs> uh, Ochacha says, I ran into a group of them at Relics and one at Peel of Phase, flagged up and killed both times. Lamau. I think he's referring to the uh, that EU guild, but I'm not 100% sure. I still love that you say Lamau instead of just laughing my ass off. I actually, the first time I ever heard Lamau was from Reslar. When I first met Reslar, he said Lamau. I feel like you're more of a boomer than I am. <laughs> I am. He he said Lamau, <laughs> and I, I literally didn't know what he was saying. I was like, I was like, this guy's so weird. Every time he like says something, he finishes the sentence with meow, and it yeah, sounds he, fucking he, weird. He, just, he asked me one day. He was like, "Are you saying la meow?" I was like, "What the fuck did you just ask me?" <laughs> <laughs> he taught me, dude. Uh, the assassin says. Uh, Let's see. The Musassin says, I like how y'all just breeze through the fact that Musa got zero meaningful buffs to Awakening, and they gave us a 100% crit rate uh, buff on flow skill and PvE that doesn't do shit. What about buffing crosscut and PvE or making spinner to something else rather than self-buff to attack speed? Sigh. I've said it before, but PA for some reason is not like Musa. Edit. You basically went over that dude with the long statement, but skip mine. Just talk about lowering the cooldown on Stub Arrow. I mean, it's not anything Wait, personal. What? It was like you had five separate comments. What? What was? What did he say? Uh, no, he was just talking about how we skipped over some of his comments because his comments were he had like five comments that were all a paragraph. Um, so I just wow. yeah, I just didn't read them all. I mean, a lot of mooses are saying they need PV buffs. So if you need PV buffs, then yeah, but well i don't know choice choice actually contacted me not too long ago earlier this week and uh, discussed with me what you know some potential maywa changes were for either awakening or succession he's going through the list of different uh classes he spoke to um a couple other people so far i think he needs to get with a lot of people he did this in the past back in december or something like that but to get their opinion on the class to hit. yeah and try to feel out like what some potential change requests could be sent to yeah, never contacted Gautier, me which, i just got well, pen, I mean, by the he, way. He you did trying to con yeah pen what dandy Nuber. Nuber. hey grats dude grats dude it's so random grats what Right. Fucking don't yawn like you don't care about pen you've been working on for a year. I really don't. I literally was I blew up two Ted Ogres and uh, or Tri Ogres, I guess, going for Ted. I literally was about to just blow up my weapons like fuck it. And then of course it goes on the first one because the only time I get anything in this game is when I'm ready to quit. <laughs> uh well congratulations, dude. You could sell it and buy awesome. a real weapon now. Um, Riga Yikes. says, just kidding. Probably what I'm going to do in all honesty. <laughs> Riga says TLDR. Uh, so he has kind of a long comment, um, starting off with, I'm, I'm with Reslar completely on the cube buff part. Like even if prime raging thunder wouldn't be the top choice among Zerk community to receive an essay protection, still the way skills work literally begs for one, in my opinion. Then he, he has a whole bunch of other stuff, but he says TLDR raging thunder in succession needs SA fearsome tyrant. Cooldown is ridiculously long. 
Q-buffing succession, again, was not the way to go. Um, Queso81 says Ranger back again. We got our C-swap buffed damage. Hell yeah. Our C-swap buffed damage. What does that even mean? Oh, they buffed the damage of your C-swap? Hell yeah. Of the C-swap itself? <laughs> if that's true, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh... <laughs> Rhinopotamus said today I learned Nayashi's Twitch isn't www.twitch.tv slash so frosty. Chris Saul says, has there ever been a Sork on the show or is that like hearsay? Uh, just yeah, noticed a Sork. It had the same comment in the video. Yeah, we had Heaton on the podcast um, a long time ago. Like eight, seven, eight months ago now. Um, Shuri says Zerk Succession is pretty chill in PvE, pretty easy with the fingers as well. In PvP, it's a different story. We're full melee, pretty much unprotected outside of Prime Buff, Q Buff, or Awake. Lava Piercer, Raging Thunder, soon Predatory Hunt isn't easy to avoid. Catch even with mouse movement, pretty funny to look at, though jumping around like a deranged Neanderthal. We don't have the rocket jump anymore to grab snipe from downtown and extra mobility. Only way to actually kill someone is to grab snipe people with lava piercer and catch them with a stiff using storm storming beast and slash stomp. Uh Bunny says uh, so I'm um, started doing RBF a lot recently, not going to lie, so far as strong as Wiz Witch, Archer, and Ranger Spam is annoying, nothing beats having to play against 20 goddamn shield classes. I thought Guardian damage was broken, but then see Valk bursting me through my block to 0 HP. Warrior dashing grabbed me after running away from him to Narnia. I don't know, I just feel useless against those classes as a DK. Can't break their blocks if I go behind them, it doesn't matter, their blocks uh, SA, and they make Jordan go burr burr. TLDR removed shield classes. Easy, balanced game. Love you guys. Keep up the podcast. Yeah, remove, probably would be. Remove all shield. I like it. Should be no blocks. Uh, Zibba's, no blocks. No front guards either. <laughs> yeah, let's remove it all. Ziba says, I hope they buff Moose Awakening X patch. It gets 1k less trash to high-end spots compared to other classes. Ugh. No, it does not. <laughs> seriously uh yeah seriously says when is nayashi going to be uh in the intro is it because he's a mewa haha ha. uh he's never going to be in the in it's the intro true. He's, unless he pays money yeah if he's if he's gonna pay his part i i gave reslar 1500 dollars to be in that intro what do you think um what do you think um, Reslar wants the footage of our 1v1 so bad. He's trying to get all the footage of me getting rolled by Frosty and Reslar, and then he's going to put it into the opening intro. Clip. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the intro, dude. Yeah, it's like, I'm Reslar, I'm Frosty, and I'm not. Dude, what the fuck? Desync. Dude, how did that even get behind <laughs> yeah, all me? The, <laughs> all, the, all, all my complaints about the desync in the audio. Uh, R9S says, Hi, returning to game and have. Uh, brought six people to join me and try out the game now that there's free try gear. Love Sakuno. Nice to see y'all still doing the podcast. Thank you. Welcome back to the game. Yeah, the Oasis gear is, is awesome. And then hopefully that trial gear thing we get in a couple weeks is also good or usable, the CP gear thing. Uh, Call says loved it and Corinne says D. So that, that about does it for the show. Um, Shade, I want to thank you again for coming on, man. It was super fun talking Tamer and hanging out with you and 
hearing the backstory on Snake and Vision and how you used to be a, basically a mapper, but with a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to remind Old everyone, <laughs> yeah. You want to remind everyone where to uh, find you and your Twitch and and that stuff. Do you have a Discord yeah. as well? Uh, I do have a Discord, but uh, I don't have like a a real Discord name for it, so I don't remember. Anyway, you you can just check out my stream, uh, Twitch.tv/shadeshade. That's shade twice, and then if you want the Discord, you can just exclamation point Discord in the chat, and that'll that'll give it to you. All right. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. It was uh, interesting. It was uh, a lot different than I thought it would be. Yeah, I it's, told you. Like good. everyone joins and they think it's going to be something different. It's literally just. It's uh, just like talking to Discord with friends. To be honest, everyone always says that they're like, you know, I really thought this was going to be uh, not what I, not what I, not what I expected, and I think it's going to be like this. Yeah. Uh... Rez, you want to go over some of the new stuff, the Patreon and all that stuff, again, while I use the restroom? Yeah, sure, go ahead, man. All so, right. uh, just to reiterate uh, what we said before, in case you may have missed it or something, uh, first of all, you may get ads on the YouTube videos now. The channel is now monetized, just trying to make some money off of it, basically. Uh, just use ad blocker. If you're not using ad blocker in 2020, what are you doing? Um... Also, if you want to support us uh, like financially, show your support in an extra way than just watching the video, leaving a comment, liking, and all that stuff, we have set up like a very basic Patreon. Uh, right now, we have four tiers, and you get special roles in Discord based on what tier you want to be a part of. Um, and let's see. Oh, uh, extra content as well. We're going to be recording starting next week. Not this week, because there's no Patreons yet, obviously no patrons so uh we're not gonna make content for no one but starting next week we're gonna be recording we're calling it an after hour show where it's basically just like probably 30 minutes to an hour of just extra content so if you guys want that extra content you can go and check that out you can also get your name in the podcast uh i'm gonna be adding all of our uh patrons that are have purchased that tier in the podcast as a way to say thank you um also tournaments coming up we haven't decided on a date for the 2v2 yet it'll probably be sometime this week where we announce that so make sure you join the um na duelist discord and you join the value pack podcast discord and that way you have all the information that you could possibly need uh on regarding the tournaments and remember this month is 2v2 next month is 1v1 uh, from Nayashi, so keep an eye out on that sort of shit. Uh, and I think that's everything. I was thinking we could sneak in a uh, power leveling service. Tier 5 is we power level power you to level, level 60 at trees. <laughs> 100 bucks, dude, we power level you. You have to use 530s dude. though, min rec. Speaking of Patreon, dude, ever since I set that shit up, like, two days ago, three days ago, whatever it was, they have sent me, like, 20 emails. Like, here's how you make more money. It's like, dude, like, calm down. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, they they pretty, really trying to... With all those kinds of different they're trying to milk that shit, brother. Holy shit. Anyway, right. yeah, I, I think that's everything. Thanks again to uh, Shade for hanging out with us. Make sure you check him out. The links to his stream is going to be in the description down below. Check that out. Um... And make sure you share the podcast with all your friends and your family. Probably not your family. Family probably doesn't play BDO. They probably won't care. But 
no, share it around share it with your family anyways like yeah. like it leave a comment telling us what you think even if it's long as fuck just please include a tldr if it is long as fuck so that way we don't have to read the entire thing and uh yeah guys we'll catch you next time